Greetings from the Seventh Circle. <laughs> My name is Alice. I worked for the Umbrella Corporation, the largest, most powerful corporation in the world. I was head of security at the secret facility known as the Hive, but something went wrong. Raccoon City was overrun as the Red Queen, a rogue AI, unleashed all that the facility had. The creator of the T-Virus, Dr. Ashford, had previously envisioned great things. His daughter, Angela, who was never seen or heard from again after Raccoon City, was wrought with degenerative problems all cured by the T-Virus. I was captured after Raccoon City, to be cloned, innumerably, until somehow saved by Jill Valentine. The T-Virus created by James Marcus to hold his daughter's rapid ageing had laid waste to the world. Rivers dried up, vegetation was destroyed, and the population rot. I travelled to an umbrella facility with Claire Redfield and Carlos Oliveira. Inside was a clone of Dr. Isaacs, as well as hundreds of imperfect clones of myself. The White Queen, the good sister of the Red Queen, was tasked to build an antivirus to the T-Virus. She was never seen or heard from again. My clones and I assaulted the Tokyo base of Umbrella, where Albert Wesker had entrenched himself. The clones all fell and my physic powers gifted by the T-Virus were cured by Albert Wesker through use of the antivirus. I reunited with Claire Redfield on the beaches of Alaska. Her mind was under the control of Umbrella through the use of flimsy mind-control spider. I removed it and we sought out Acadia, the promised paradise. Arcadia was a trap. In Sanctuary we only found Wesker. Between myself, Claire and Chris Redfield, who was never seen or heard from again, we rested Wesker and readied the Arcadia for its true purpose was reuniting with an old friend, Kmart, who was never seen or heard from again. Immediately attacked by Jill and an army of clones, I was captured and brought to an underground Russian facility. Clones of myself and friends were pushed through a gauntlet of tests to progress the evil queen's plan to eradicate humanity. Albert Wesker planned my escape. The Red Queen had gone rogue, readying to destroy humanity, and Wesker needed me to fight her back. Through my escape I met Ada Wong, Leon S. Kennedy, and my clone daughter. Each proved vital to battle clone Rain and clone Carlos, who stood in our way. We retreated to the last bastion of humanity, Washington, D.C. Wesker gave me back my powers. Together, Jill Valentine, Wesker, Leon S. Kennedy and Ada Wong stand as humanity's last protectors against the Red Queen. Alone I stand to battle against Wesker, humanity's greatest ally, the Red Queen, has given direction. Powerless and companionless, I march alone on a final crusade against Wesker. Hello and welcome to... Oh fuck. Seventh Circle of Film, I got it. We're going to be doing this for like um, a year and a half. Well done. Fucking congratulations yeah, all around. I'm, I don't usually do the intros, but because I am doing the intros, you kind of guess what episode we're doing. Well, you've read the title we're doing. or description. One of the three. I, I'm, I'm guessing that people are blind and they're just clicking through these. All right. So just go with me on this like fucking mind adventure. Fucking ruining my fucking buzz. We're doing the Resident Evil films. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. here's my co-host, Kieran. Fucking tosser. <laughs> Fucking, that's, that's really inspired that one. 
I just wanted to tell the truth. You know what I mean. I just don't. I, I don't want to think of anything witty today. Uh, just get things out there and start off. How you doing, anyway, bud? Not too bad. I've, I've actually enjoyed myself this time. I think this is uh, going to be one of those we disagree heavily all the way through. Right. Yes. Um. It's not so much that I don't like these films. If they literally had any other title, I think I'd be happy with it. But because it's got Resident Evil in front of it, I'm really annoyed that these were made into Resident Evil films. I suppose you should probably clarify, we're not really doing Resident Evil. We're doing the fucking pale imitation. Not even (laughs) imitation at this point. Not even a clone to borrow from Resident Evil's lingo. We're more doing a bastardization that vaguely uses the same character names. Like someone fucking messed up the script of one and just copy pasted it into the other. Yeah, it's like the odd it's like someone's change. written a fanfic for their Mary Sue character, and they've gone, "Oh shit, we need to put them into like some kind of normal franchise." Fuck it, let's put Resident Evil. Well, I mean, to specify, Paul W. S. Anderson wrote fan fiction for his wife. Yeah, it, it's weird how he tries to get her naked at every film, but. We'll just swift. We'll slide past that. It'd be fine. Oh, I happily won't slide past that. I'll, I'll linger on that. <laughs> I can live with that. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sure. Um, in the sixth one, her daughter will have something to say about that. But it'll be fine. Um, I guess we'll jump jump straight into it with. Uh, I I really don't want to do this, but Resident Evil Afterlife. Do you think Hermie actually picked the titles for these just based on how cool the words sounded? Like, Afterlife has no fucking bearing on any of the plot. uh, Retribution, I know the fifth one. That has no bearing on shit. The final chapter, thank God, is actually quite literal. And thank God it's the actual final one. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I... No, I think he literally does just pick the ones that are like, yeah, it's got a snazzy name. Let's just do that. But by him, we're talking about Paul W.S. Anderson, which you know from other shit like Monster Hunter, uh, Three Musketeers, Death Race, and apparently Event Horizon, which is supposed to be pretty good, but I've never seen it. Great fucking film, oh, amazing film. Although to be fair, I've never watched Monto- Monster Hunter or the Three Musketeers either. So, Three Musketeers is fine. It's harmless. Mon- Monster, you played Monster Hunter, haven't you? Uh, yes, I've played Monster Hunter. I've never watched it, but I imagine it's a bag of shit, like every other film that they do. Probably, it's got um Mila Jovovich in it. Yeah, she's the main character again, and let's. Probably guess she's probably half naked in that again. It might just be fucking Alice substitute at this point. Yeah, if if the main character's name is Alice in that, then um Oh but yeah, they get a character from the fifth element and she'll play Lilo Dallas Multipass. Um talking about Mil- Mila Jovovich, she plays Alice again, she's from Fifth Element. Monster Hunter, Hellboy, Zoolander, all that usual bullshit. Basically everything that Paul W.S. Anderson has done, she's in it. Um, Ali Lata, which is a 
mainstay at this point, I think. We've talked about... Alumni, yeah. veteran. Yeah, we've talked about in Final Destinations, and we've talked about Legally Blonde a lot, apparently, for some reason. I like the film. There it's we got go. Luke Wilson in it. Yeah, we'll blame we'll blame Kieran for that. Uh, she's also been in Crackers like Homo Erectus and whatever Obsessed is, and she's also in Heroes. But let's not talk about that. Here's a question then: Does she actually uh, skipped doing seven episodes of Heroes to be in Resident Evil? Was that a good career move? To be fair, I'd rather watch Resident Evil than Heroes. So yes, it was the uh, sixth one. Oh, she skipped seven episodes of Heroes to be in the sixth Resident Evil. Yeah. Then no, she should have stayed in Heroes. But, hey, it's all in the past now. You do you, love. Um. Oh, yeah, she plays Claire Redfield, so I think I forgot to say that. She seems to prefer characters with the initial CR in them. I think Paul W.S. Anderson forgot that she was Claire Redfield as well, to be fair, at some point. I think most everyone did. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blame them. That that explains why she has um, fucking amnesia at the start of this one. She's like, I don't know my name. And someone else is like, you're Claire. Okay, I'm Claire. Um, Playing her brother, which I guess they look similar. They look, they look like they should be beaten anyway. Um, is Wentworth Miller? He plays Chris Redfield, and he's been in shit like Legends of Tomorrow, Underworld, whatever the. F- I'm not gonna bother with that last one. And Prison Break, which went on fucking four seasons too long. That's, that is the Mariah Carey music video we belong together. It's a classic. Yeah, totally a classic. Putting all the big hits here. That is a top 100 hit. That's like the 28th best-selling song of all time. Well, that's whatever you think of the guy, the fucking supernatural third brother wannabe. That is his hey, big claim to fame. he is not the third brother, all right. There is actually a third brother, but he died and went to hell. Oh, fucking hell. Of course you know that. Yeah. He was in it for like three episodes. <laughs> the fourth cousin removed. I'd like to fucking carry on before you bring up the family tree of the... Fucking Winchesters. See, you know their names now. It, it's only a matter of time before I get you to start watching them, Key. What do you think I'm drinking? <laughs> Just slowly forget it, purge it from my own memory. There's Boris Kudjo, who plays Luther West. He's been in some shit like Medea's Family Reunion and... Real Husbands of Hollywood and Station 19. So I, I'm reading this from Kieran's cast list. And honestly, I have my own cast list and I didn't put him on it because he's barely in this. Wait, who else would I put in? Fucking like the, the Hollywood producer, the little bold guy who gets creamed out in the uh, shower room. No, you could have put the, you could have put the dude that was in. Um, I don't know the dude's name. Because I haven't written down either. Because yeah, because no. no one knows their fucking name. Because no one remembers them. Yeah, you do. The dude that turned into a zombie at the end, and who was helping Wesker fight uh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, the producer. Oh, it's not fucking Tom. The Tom Savini lookalike. I don't know. He was it. He was in. No one. He was no in Sons of him. Anarchy anyway. No one watches that show. That's a fucking supernatural mark too. No one cares. It bears 
point out uh, Medina's family reunion if you've never heard of it beach from the UK it's a two and a half hour long Tyler Perry film which Jesus Christ yeah think of Mrs. Brown's boys but a large aggressive black woman like Big Mama's house like the ape sequel yeah down the line it, it, it shit it's an old black woman that's like get down damn hell you've actually seen it I had to watch one of them, yeah, I dated a I dated a woman that was like, oh, we're going to watch Medea's, and I was like, okay, but I'm going to sleep with you during, so... There's loads of them. Yeah. Fuck me. There's fucking, like, 30 of the bastards by now, I think. That, that's a horror film in the making. Yeah, I know. So, the last person that I guess we should mention is Sean Roberts, who plays a really shit Albert Wesker. Um, Look, he looks the part. I think this is the first time that Albert Wesker shows up in, this, in these films. Uh, no, in the third one he shows up. It's just bright. Um, oh yeah, he he he's only in it for like two minutes though, isn't it? And I think that's a different actor anyway. He doesn't do anything. Um, might be. I can't fucking remember. Um, a very quick mention. Uh, Denise Cronenberg. The, is the costume designer in this one? Uh, sister for David. Done lots of stuff. So, if you want to know more about that, go listen to our Cronenberg. Don't listen to the Cronenberg. Well, yeah, yeah, go listen to the Cronenberg episode. Stop fucking disparaging. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's work at this point. It's just slow torture, self torture. Um, the budget for this one was 60 million US dollars and people are stupid so they bought they the box office was uh 300 million US dollars so it's it made more than enough money back fucking wankers to make two more of these bastard films oh, it deserves that does it though I'd, does it though, I would Karen? rather have these than a transport. I would rather have these than the current Marvel mainstay films. I had more fun watching this than I did something like the fucking Eternals. Um, I watched Doctor Strange yesterday, and that was a really good film, actually. Thank you very yeah, much. That was Sam Raimi. Yeah? That's not fair. We're not comparing it to that, though. We're comparing it to the fucking you, Eternals you or saying the, Shanghai. You saying the third Spider-Man film was good. Yeah, I like the third Spider-Man film, unironically. I liked the Sandman in that film. Anyway, um, a little bit of trivia uh, during the filming of this uh, of this film, fucking Mila Jovovich accidentally accidentally shot out uh, a camera worth a hundred thousand dollars, and they, uh, oh, is it Jessica Biel did that in? Blade Trinity as well, but with a bow and arrow, and that was significantly more impressive. What to shoot with a bow and arrow? I think if you shot any no, camera with um, anything, that's she shot through like three like triangle shaped things, like like fucking like triangles, like the fucking gym triangles. Like when when you're a shit kid and you don't know how to play any instruments, and they give you a triangle. She shot through like three of them, and it went dead straight into the camera. I think Mila Jovovich just shot a camera. Yeah, she did just shoot a camera. It was <laughs> it was like five fucking meters from becoming a Alec Baldwin incident. The production was set to shoot on one of Toronto's largest studios, but the day before the f- 
<laughs> studio burnt down, which seems like a sign to me. Just don't fucking film it. But I have to wonder if that was just a load of angry Resident Evil fans that wanted to stop the filming commencing. Yeah, they ha- they haven't caught me yet, so they don't know it was me. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I suppose I'll, I'll take this one. Yeah. I suppose I can do the technicality. So it makes use of a 3D camera system, um, which is defunct. So people who don't know, two forms of shooting, 2D, 3D. I suppose 4D, if you just start punching the fucking actor while you're doing it, just shake them a bit. <laughs> 3D um, has volume in the dimension, which I suppose technically is better, because you don't have to worry so much about um, zooming in to create some depth and the like. With 3D, you do have you do have a problem where it can be quite static during conversation scenes. So what Paul W. Anderson does during all this is he adds props to just add a you know a bit more functionality to it to make the shots a bit more interesting. The reason it never really kicked off is because the cameras are just prohibitively expensive, far more expensive than 2D cameras, and uh, the indie crowd never really picked up on it. Which I mean, when you think about it, you know you've got the Hollywood films that are shooting loads of them. And generally speaking, you've got um, camera rental studios that will buy this shit and rent them out. But because the indie guys were like, yeah, we, we're fine with 2D. It's cheaper. We're happy to do it. Because it is you know, a massive difference. And there was never the market. And 3D cameras just fucking died eventually. So yeah, there's, there's a piece of history for you. Cinematic history. Yeah, because I read that note and I didn't understand what you meant. So thank you for explaining that. But why would they do it for a fucking Resident Evil film? It was the big thing then. They did it on um, Avatar, I think, was the was the one that really kind of kicked it off. You know, like two thousand eight. Well, this this might have been before. No, yeah, this was after. Um, and then, yeah, then everyone kind of jumped on the big new thing. But you tend to find that with uh, kind of generic action schlock, and I say that in the nicest way. They'll jump on the big new trend, kind of cinema wise, technically wise. You had it with uh, you remember the Lion King. From like 2016, the or 2019, the live action yeah, one, the live action remake that was recent. I know, ne- I never saw it, but I know what you're on about. They kept going on about fucking like VR headsets that they go in and use to mess about and be able to stand and look at the shot inside, which was pretty much taken directly from uh, Surf's Up. If you remember that fucking mockumentary about penguin surfing? <laughs> yeah, it, it's what it's substituting film for tech. Never works. You never do sub story for tech. That's what you get. So yeah, might as well kick off by saying we both. I think yeah, we said earlier just before we started uh, recording that we were both really confused about what fucking film it was when we were going back to take notes and shit. It took me a yeah. solid like five minutes to work out. Oh no, yeah, this is the fourth one. Yeah, because I remembered I remembered three being the one where they're in the desert and I remember five being the one where they fucking squeeze Leon, Barry Burton and fucking every other fucking person that they ha- haven't already disparaged from the games into this film. Um so th- I knew that that was the case but I just couldn't remember where the fuck Alice running into a room with like 300 of her clones. I couldn't remember that that was the fourth one. Uh, until I skipped about halfway in and I was like, oh, this is the prison one. Yeah, this is this is full. It's just the Japanese shit for me that really put me off. 
So I can remember there was the whole like fucking biodome shit they had. Um, not biodome, not the Polly Shaw thing, which would make it more a more interesting film to be fair. But yeah, and I, I could remember the whole like. Yeah, they've they've got like a test. They've got like a test room, which is like fucking six miles long or whatever the fuck it was, didn't they? That exists for some reason. Yeah, they're like, oh, this one's Tokyo. This one's Tokyo. So they've basically built Tokyo underground, simulated a zombie virus there, and they've gone, yeah, we'll sell that to the Chinese, and then we'll we'll do the same thing in like the UK and sell that to fucking blah and like. Okay, but I'm pretty sure any city with six mile radius would do. That'll show you how quick it will infect everyone, but whatever. Yeah, you're not going to get fucking Putin sitting there going, well, you're showing me in, in, in fucking New Delhi, it's destroying it, but New York, that's a completely different ball game. Yeah. That'll change it completely. How'd one I mean, know? It, w- it wouldn't be quicker, would it? Because they're all fucking densely packed and whatnot, but whatever. Use common fucking sense. But, um,. Yeah, so this is this is the one where the it starts off with like a fucking very long fucking well, as always, there's always the fucking like Alice. So oh, this is what happened in the last film, but we'll change some very small things to make it seem like we're not fucking up this backstory ex- exposition. Oh, it changes like every other film. Contradictions yeah. constantly. It's hilarious. It's like, it's like, I am working with Umbrella. I'm not working with an Umbrella. I'm working with Wesker, but I'm also fighting Wesker. And I've been like, cured. No, I haven't. I've got yeah. the fucking infection back. Nah. The Red Queen's on my side. Nah, actually. We're going to fucking no, figure out. trying to kill me again. <laughs> Just fuck off. But then it goes into like the Tokyo sequence where fucking there's a woman standing in the middle of a fucking street and she starts biting people and all that bollocks happens um so uh question 1 for the Resident Evil fanatic um is this a game thing the whole biodome shit or is this new there is not a single biodome or like a the uh, the original outbreak happened in Raccoon City and that was their biodome. They were like, fuck it, let... Well, they accidentally, accidentally... Umbrella's a shit company, really. So they accidentally fucking dropped this fucking T-virus into, like, uh, the sewer system, I think it was. And the rats started getting it, and that started spreading the fucking zombie virus. Well, there's a question. Which uh, version of Umbrella's more incompetent, then? The, t- the film version or the game version? Oh, the game version? Because they got fucking shut down super quick. The game version, the game versions, like they're around for three games, but that that is like a six month period. That's yeah, six six month period of them just from being like we're with this fucking great pharmaceutical company to oh fucked, we're getting sued, we're shutting down. And in these films, they they're fucking going on for years. They're not a pharmaceutical company. They go from and bear with me here, I believe uh, having stuff having tech in like six out of ten houses in the United States or nine out of ten houses in the United States and the rest of the world eventually they've got pharmaceuticals of course bioweapons um, just general electronics uh, and a Noah's Ark style doomsday cult at one point yeah in the films yeah yeah I think that covers the basis Isn't so, yeah. do they fucking design teddies and phones and shit in the does does Leon go around finding the fucking 
Umbrella Phone 6 in the uh, depths of <laughs> Raccoon City when he's going around. To be fair, in, in the originals, he had a Jeep, so I don't think he had a fucking cell phone at that point. But I imagine in the films, they're like, oh yeah, off, we've got the fucking recent touchscreen, it's the, the Umbrella fucking... What do they... They like to do, like, T-virus and G-virus and shit, so, like, fucking... We've got the uh, Umbrella T-series phone here. I wish they'd have done the, um, you know, the guy from Jurassic Park, the fat guy, when he puts on Newman from uh, Seinfeld, when he puts on that, ah, 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 shit, all the te- <laughs> I wish they'd have done that, just an all tech, as the world started ending, just to fucking kill people faster. So, Umbrella, right, they're shut down after six months in the games, so they're fucking done. The first and the second game, they're concurrent, right? I might get that. Uh... So, uh, the first game is basically when the fir- the outbreak is first originally found, like found out, which is the start of the six month period, and two and three is the end of that six month period. So two happens, and then during two, three happens. Okay, fair enough. And then Umbrella shut down after all that shit. <laughs> yeah, and then four, it's like, oh, they're fucked. We'll just um. It's another company, just just a, a cult in fucking Spain or some shit. Fucking yes, subdivisions and crap, just different companies here and there. Yeah. With Wesker still sitting around. Yeah, he's part of an organisation, and that's that's the, the, the company's name, it's just called The Organisation. <laughs> Creative. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's not... Resident Evil isn't great for, you know, thinking shit. They're just like, oh, let's just shoot zombie bang bang and punch rocks. But Umbrella aren't experimenting on shit by that point. Uh, by like the sixth month, by the, the end of the third game. Oh, fucking no. Um, actually, yes. They're, they're still trying to cover up their shit, but it's they've created, uh, during two, they created like the fucking... Nemesis, the Mr. X that everyone fucking memes on now, where he's in like the fucking black thong with the umbrella logo on his dick. <laughs> what? Um, what? I'll send you a picture of that in a bit. Um, Don't <clears throat> save me the fucking <laughs> just. And uh, William Birkin's around at this point, where but he's trying to sell his ideas to a different company, which is the organization which. Blah. I'm so fucking happy they decided to sexualize Mr. X and not any of the other tyrants. Oh yeah, why would you want? Why would you want to? I mean, this guy looks like an just a large grey dude, muscle bound to fuck, and he's wearing a trench coat and a fedora. Why wouldn't you want to see him in a thong? But it's better than typing in fucking Nemesis on Rule Thirty Four, and it. Yeah, that 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 would be a bit. That's going to be horrific. <laughs> That's a question. Although, can, you, can you give a blowjob got... when you've got lips like Nemesis? Opening uh, closing. So, so in the game, he's got like a tentacle that comes out of his palm. Oh, I don't need to know. So, no, you can leave yeah. that there now. Yeah, there you go. You can use that to your imagination. Um, but yeah, back to the film. <laughs> um, this is where the plot hole from the third film where she finds like 300 clones of herself and she's like right I'm going to take the fight to fucking Umbrella this time. All her clones die in the first like two minutes of this film. Oh it's like 15 minutes in. 
you're forgetting that like the first like ten minutes is made up of credits. Right. But sorry. Credits. Yeah. I'm talking. Yeah. Her credits and fucking her, um, fucking retro replaying the fucking last film and all that shit. But yeah, for some reason, some of her clones are like, yeah, these these people that are firing guns at me, I'm gonna fucking run at them with a sword, so they die. You know. Oh, her clones are suicidal during this shit. It's fucking mental. Um, And then because they are like, oh, shit, Alice has got way too much power and she could end this film in literally two minutes if we kept her with that power. She sneaks on board with Albert Wesker and Albert Wesker stabs her in the neck with a fucking injector thing. Takes away her abilities, but no, he really didn't. But yes, he kind of did. I mean, we're talking about a franchise, a universe where Chris Redfield literally punches a boulder into submission. I don't think that is the game. All right, powers aren't necessary at this point. This this Chris Redfield's looked like he couldn't even fucking slap water. And yes, I know that I'm talking about Wentworth Miller, but he's a piece of shit. He gave he a fucking said no. He gave an intimidating stare in the Mariah Carey video. It was a real. Bad boy in that, I'm telling you. Yeah, but he looks like a sexual predator, so <laughs> you could give everyone that kind of fucking stare. <laughs> I think he looks more like the, the guy you go out clubbing with when you're in your like your mid twenties, who thinks he's hot shit but really isn't. Uh, he's aloof and then turns out to be a complete pussy when you yeah, actually get yeah. to know him. That's exactly the kind of person that the kind of person who listens to Carly Rae Jefferson in their spare time. Um, no Kieran. comment. No comment from. <laughs> But yeah, um, I do love you, Carly. I love you, really. Caller, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I got a laugh out of that one. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm done. I wish you'd run away with me. That's for hardcore Carly fans. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't know that one, but I'll let you off. Um, yeah, it's like fucking fifteen minutes of non-stop action, which on the first watch. I thoroughly enjoyed, and I, I'll say now, I, I really fucking love these films. Sitting through, start to finish, I watched them all in one block. Um, on the rewatch, it's really annoying and just boring as shit. Just... It, it, this, this film, right, this film upsets me to the point where her clones are basically a bit shitter imitations of her, but it's still her, she's still got like the fucking... Gunfu, she's got all this fucking ninjutsu shit that she can do. She doesn't have. I don't think all of her clones have the mind powers because they. Oh, they do. If I... one gets shot, and um, she does the whole fucking rock smack thing during the first little bit when they come down from the uh, lift. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, they do have the mind powers, and somehow they still fucking lose. Like a lot of them. Do- well, they don't lose, but a load of them fucking die. And I'm just sitting there going, "Why don't all of you come together?" Yeah. Just obliterate it, make it a fucking hole. Goku, that shit, Super Saiyan it. They get killed by, like, faceless goons. Literally faceless. Just like helmets. Helmets in this franchise were a death sentence, I found as well. <laughs> it's fucking, it's usually the case where the no-name twats, the minions, get shot one by one. But Jesus Christ, if you're not wearing a helmet in this, you're protected. You've got a fucking halo around your head. These poor helmet pricks should be running for the fucking hills. It's like they've just got a bullseye. Drawn on their head, killed by the thousands. Also, where the fuck is um, Umbrella getting all the goons from? I'm presuming they're just clones then. They're just being brought in 
like all the people without the helmets are clones of fucking Michelle Rodriguez. And for some reason, Michelle Rodriguez has a helmet off when she's a non. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it, it it's weird that you mention it now because I hadn't thought of it. But now that I am thinking of it, it's the only thing that I can think about. But I mean, you can only presume like they've got these massive biodomes filled with um, people that they have to clone to constantly, you know, shift out and get rid of. Yeah. And maintenance have got to go in there, janitors and shit, which presumably are <laughs> also like thousands of Michelle Rodriguez clones. I don't know why I'm picking on Michelle Rodriguez particularly, but fuck it. We're going with someone. They're presumably just hundreds of her, and she has to go in and clean up her own corpse occasionally and just refit everything, just as these hundreds of clones. I th- presumably they live their life some... I want to fucking see that. I want to see the life of an umbrella clone, an employee... Just going around cleaning up their own body constantly like that fucking episode of Rick and Morty where they have to uh, go to a parallel dimension. And it fucking scars them for life just cleaning up their own <laughs> once. Just Michelle Rodriguez, day in, day out, Truman Show style, cleaning up her own body constantly. <laughs> the odd one gets eaten by a zombie. Just a rogue fucking one running around. It's a logistical nightmare is my point. Yeah. Like, at which point are you like, Michelle Rodriguez, number 322. You are 322, right? No, you're 326. Shit, where's 22? Oh, that's the corpse. That's it. Okay. Yeah, let's mark that one down. So you're on cleaning detail now. <laughs> uh, do they get promoted through the ranks? Like they go from cleaning detail and they can be guards. Then can... <laughs> yeah, then you can have a gun. <laughs> or is there like some from... sort of like caste system? Well, like the, yeah, the guards fucking hate the janitorial staff. The fucking janitor, <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, is a scum under their boots. The guards are the real shit. Then you get the fucking lead, Michelle Rodriguez, the one that gets to take off her helmet. My God, if we could have that power. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, all that fucking shit happens. They, they fucking... They annihilate every Alice that's in this fucking building, apart from one, which is... What you what do you expect? It's the main Alice. Uh, she sneaks onto uh, Albert Wesker's plane before he blows up. He sets the fucking place to self detonate the biodome, whatever the fuck we want to call it. This is Tokyo, isn't it? The Tokyo um, branch, remember rightly, the Umbrella Corp. The the yeah. least fucking secure places on the planet. But if I remember correctly, doesn't the fifth one start in Tokyo as well? No, or they go to Tokyo. It's in Russia. It's in a Cold War base. It just has um, a Tokyo, I don't know, like fucking biodome site. Yeah, Tokyo biodome. So why do they have th- like two of the Tokyo biodomes? I don't know. I mean, both of them got blown up, so they get blown up on the fucking regular. So I'm presuming it's like safety. I think this is just a fucking just have uh, like spare. we should blow up Tokyo. That's I think that's what they're just trying to say in the Resident Evil films. I think <laughs> it did look cool though. I'll give it to him. <laughs> the, the biodomes and the explosions in this, uh, I quite like them. As concepts, if they're outside of Resident Evil, the films, I'd, I'd quite like to see someone like go through biodomes and have to fight their way to the end, just against various threats that are being shoved out. They're not securing the fucking slightest. The least security in the world in these places. You'd think yeah, you'd just I, be able to like shut a door and just go, yeah, that's I, I do want I do want to point out that the self-detonation fucking button that's in this place 
is basically a briefcase that you pull out of the wall and then just take with you and then you can literally just click a button and it blows up inside the briefcase. So literally anyone could fucking walk past. It's like hanging a fire extinguisher on the side of the wall. People could just walk past, take the briefcase and like, ah, I'll blow this place up, I guess. It's coming from the same company that has uh, bikes that require fingerprint scanners to actually use. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Everyone's a zombie. Let's protect our bikes with fucking fingerprint scanners. Priority is a bit messed up there, lads. Um, (laughs) With the clones, though, wasted potential. Absolutely. I I would have loved to just watch a film of Alice clones killing entire legions of umbrella staff and zombies. Yeah, why would the main why would the main Alice need to even be there at that point? I know she's like, "Oh, thank you for curing me." But you can control shit with your mind. Why the fuck would you want to get rid of that? Ah, she wants to be human and all that shit and it gets retroactively fucking. She is human, motherfucker. She just she's just better at it. She can self-regenerate and shit. Yeah, I fucking. guess there's, there's not really any downsides to it, is there? She's no. not got like a You're Logan a fucking style. superhero, fucking fucking live with it, it'd be fucking fine. But she's like, uh I'm so depressed, I've got all these superpowers and no one to beat up with them. Fucking just, turnip. I'm just fucking annoyed that they killed off all the clones that early in. It it's such a fucking cock tease. Like you see all these clones in the third film, you see them coming out to fight, I'm laughing my ass off and then they'll just get blown up. I would have preferred to see like the Kingdom of Alice rising up and then Jill and fucking Claire having to take down yeah, the Mega Man Alice. You're you're a superhero or whatever the fuck you are, you've got superpowers and shit. You could literally be like, Alright, I'm sending the squadrons of me like thirteen squadrons of me to I'm gonna just gonna send you guys to like kill Albert Wesker and like blow up his facility and then whatever's left great come back here and then I'll fucking send you out on another mission but no she's like I need to be there and they need to be supervised because they're all shit which to be fair worked out because they are all shit yeah they're fucking terrible the the fight with her and Wesker on this plane is directly ripped from I think Resident Evil 5 I know he dies at the end of RE5 yeah, basically, he's flying a plane, Chris and Sheva Alamar, which is the people in the fucking plane. They have a fight with him on the plane, and that's where it's ripped from, and then the plane crashes into a volcano. And it's the ripping off the same franchise, rather than just taking from... Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not saying it's, like, a shit thing, but how do you fuck up something that's animated in a game... And you fuck it up by acting poorly. Well, there you just answer your own question. It's just acting fucking terribly. At least they've got Michelle. Michelle, I'm sorry, Michelle Rodriguez. You're a fine actress. I keep fucking bringing you up. Um, Mila Jovovich <laughs> and Sean uh, Roberts. Is his name? Yeah. Sean Roberts, yeah. Sean Roberts, who's fucking cardboard throughout all of these. Which, we've, I don't know if it's down to the director, because a lot of actors I quite like are uh, wasted on these films, hugely. Like, Oded Fair gives a bit of a shit performance. Michelle Rodriguez occasionally. Um, I don't know if that's down to Paul W.S. Anderson. I would place my bets that it is, and he's kind of fucking them over a bit. I, I reckon it's both. Could be a bit just of both. Be- yeah. Just because 
I've never seen Sean Roberts in another film, and the notes that you've got for him, or the films that he's been in for this, uh, what he's been in, I've never heard of. At least it isn't fucking Christmas films this time. Yeah, it's not Christmas films, so that's good. Uh, One of them's in a fucking Medea film, so that's fucking bad acting already. (laughs) And the rest is Mila Jovovich and Wentworth Miller, so... I'm willing to put it down as both the just bad directing and just shit acting. I couldn't say I won't say I can do better because I cannot, but still, they don't have to do better. If they're shit, they're shit. It's their job to act, and they fail to act. Yeah, Wentworth Miller, to be fair, is okay. I think in all of these, in all of these, in the fourth one, he doesn't fucking appear again. God bless him. Thank fuck. Yeah, he does a decent job, doesn't embarrass himself at all, except during the last fucking fight segment, which we'll get to when we get to it. Yeah, this this franchise like jumps the shark at every possible opportunity it can get. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's not jumping the shark, it's fucking riding the shark's fin tail through flaming hoops and just like double jumping, fucking bouncing on trampolines to get over the fucker. It's so ridiculous. The Fonz is fucking looking on this with some content at this attempt at this point. Yeah, Alice clone's dead. So powerless uh, Alice survives a plane crash into the side of a mountain. Which yeah, I mean, who how? couldn't do that? I mean, I fucking do that on a daily basis. So, fair, Brad Pitt did in um, World War Z. That one crashed into Wales. Survived the uh, crash. Do you remember that? You seen it? Yes, once I think. It's a bit shit. I just remember him drinking a lot of Coca-Cola. Was it Pepsi? <laughs> Pepsi. He was, drinking, he was drinking a lot of something. And I'm pretty sure it was Pepsi. He, he survived because he gave himself tetanus or some shit. Uh, a random disease. Was. Yeah. I can't remember what the disease was. but Shame it wasn't just the T virus and he just went fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, he gave himself the uh, zombie plague anyway by accident. He was like, oh, fuck. Wrong fucking vial. Well... That would have been a great film, actually. <laughs> but yeah. um, With Wesker as well, um, before the plane actually goes down, she does have the gun to his neck and just starts talking to him and gives him the chance to inject her, which, uh, to quote... Um, oh, what's his fucking name? Tuco. I can't remember his second name now, but from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. It's just fucking fire. What? How do you say? Yeah. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. Classic. Um, and he injects, uh, he injects her with the antivirus. Which there's only one of at some point, but apparently there's multiple of, so you don't really have to worry about losing the one. Don't mind me. Just sick film contradicting more shit. Yeah, no, none of these films make sense. They've just gone, we know a vague recollection, like we have a vague recollection of like what happened. Let's just go with that and say that that's happened and then we'll fucking... Pick up the pieces in the next one if we get there. And fucking they made six of them, so apparently they did get there. More or less, yeah. Um, is it fair to say this turns into like generic zombie film for the next 50 minutes? Yeah. 40 minutes. For the, the middle part, at least like the second act, it's generic zombie film. Which um... the, the only parts that you could say were like Resident Evil were the fact that there was a giant fucking fat guy with a fucking giant axe at one point, and then everything else they could have it just literally could have just been generic zombie film. You see, that guy didn't feel Resident Evil to me. That that oh, guy it... felt Silent Hill, if anything. 
Every game after 4 didn't feel like Resident Evil to me. Uh, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm. from what I know of the tyrants, the, the big guys that are going around with the big weapons and shit, you've got Mr. X who used his hands, used his fists. Yep. Um, for it. You've got Nemesis who used guns and shit. Yeah, he's got a fucking hand tentacle, he's got a Gatling gun and a rocket launcher, yeah. And the rest of the tyrants, generally speaking, use like claws or use their fists to fucking punch you, pummel you. None of them, from what I know, even if they use like a rebar club, like they grabbed an improvised weapon, none of mm. them had these ridiculous fucking custom-built anime swords that they'd fucking drag around, anime axes, ready nope. to attack. Because no one in Umbrella's like, oh, you know what I should do today? I should design a fucking bizarre Mad Max-style weapon to give to our tyrant. Because that's a yeah. good use of my time. Rather yeah. than giving him a gun. Do we know anyone that does blacksmithing? Uh, Dave does, yeah, I guess. Why? I just need to make a really fuck-off axe with, like... You know those um, meat mallets with the spiky ends? We want one of them and the other end to be an axe. Well, I think yeah, it's, I can, not, it's not I can Dave. Get, I can get Dave on that. Yeah. They've got so many Michelle Rodriguez clones that oh, yeah, what sorry. to fucking Michelle do with Ro- that. The thirteenth Michelle Run- Rodriguez. We got her fucking training in blacksmithing. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you want, mate? It's got endless fucking. Which Michelle Rodriguez is it? Ninety six. Nah, she's the fucking milk deliverer. Yeah, she gets the Sunday paper. Fuck that. <laughs> she's useless. Too many um, fucking Michelle Rodriguez is rolling around. They've got to get to do something. They're just get designed <laughs> random shit at this point. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, 672. She's a table. So, uh, back to the games as well, question. Uh-huh. Um, from what I gather from... I've seen like clips of Village, clips of um, the seventh one as well. Humanity's still about during most of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's yes. kind of just pockets. Humanity car- carries on. Like, these are, like, the games are based on like very small incidents that possibly are around a town or a city... And I think six was probably the worst one where they're like, let's infect Tokyo and let's infect fucking like Czechoslovakia or so. It was some fucking ridiculous country anyway. And um, <laughs> that was the most like viral that the infection got, I guess. But every other game is like, it's a small town. It's a mansion. It's an island. I know at one point. Yeah. Um, it's in Africa, which who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's just Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so five is Africa. Four is like some fucking remote town in Spain. Yeah. They're all fucking very remote. And then for some reason, a third one, they're like, the entire planet's dead. Right, so this um, Arcadia make, shit doesn't matter items. at all, then. Like this, yeah, it's a load of rubbish. Yeah, um, Ar- Arcadia is just a completely fictitious thing that has been made up for these films. Yeah, I suppose a recap of the third, which we'll have very uh, kindly got someone to go through with us. Names in the description. Give thanks. Yeah, I'm sure she'll appreciate it. For the monotonous fucking board time. <laughs> it was purposeful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that airplane graveyard for um this which in the third film extinction the uh desert ship we had uh claire redfield played by ali lata the mainstay of the franchise aside from uh alice and her friends 
I can't remember who the fuck actually escaped with her now. Other than fucking Kmart. What kind of a name is Kmart? Um, Carlos is dead. Fucking Pimp Man is dead. I've forgotten his name because who gives a fuck about him, really? He died, yeah. He died in the third film. He's the only other one I remember, though. Dead. Oh, most of it. I think it's just Claire and Kmart of the actual night. What can it have been fucking planned pregnancy? Just have her as a dead fucking fetus not coming to the film. <laughs> Who named yourself Kmart? I did, same with like uh, Zombieland, you know, where they pick state names. Uh. Just fucking sit there and go, rather than saying, oh, I'm Washington, D.C. Or fucking, I'm Milwaukee. Dumb, long names. Just go, on oh, Mary. There you go. I picked a random name. I, I imagine she's got a really shit name like Karen or... She's got a really long name, like Kilimogwari Kamudika or some shit. And you're just like, right, you're Kmart. Lilo Stas Multipass. Yeah, there you go. Lilo Dallas Multipass. What about just fucking, if you name that, just call yourself Gary. (laughs) Gary. Pick a different fucking name rather than going for this random, they found me in a Kmart, so I'll call myself Kmart because apparently I'm an amnesiac and I respond to shit that I can see immediately because I'm a five-year-old without object fucking permanence. Hey, it's a nickname. She lives by her nickname now. That's that's all that is. It's like there was a disease that was on um, House MD mm. that was like you couldn't create long-term memory, so you started looking around and picking shit from the environment. That's what everyone in this franchise has. They just gather their names from fucking generic places they're surrounded by and roll with the punches. Just pick a name. Go with fucking Claire or Lucy. There are plenty of names that are available. You don't have to give your... Or just give your own name because what the fuck does it matter anyway? Yeah. Everyone else has their own fucking name. You have to be special. Ah, oh, there should have been like... Yeah, my name's Clear Rivers. <laughs> I don't need to fucking go there. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to deal with that hippie shit anymore. We've done Destination now. She's long um. dead. Oh yeah, so basically, yeah, the lot from Extinction, they ended up landing on a beach in Alaska, uh, which looks fucking nice for Alaska, I've got to say. I, I, I will, I, there's one thing that has always bothered me with this film. Right, so she lands the aeroplane in an aeroplane graveyard. Yeah. Because she thinks that Arcadia is there, right? Yeah. But, why is every plane there... Like, why are there so many planes there specifically when Arcadia is a boat that's just constantly moving? Um, I suppose they were just docked out there for a while. No, it doesn't make much sense because the boat's then docked outside the other city, isn't it? Yeah. For ages. Ah, fuck knows. It's presumably just sitting up there. It's a coincidence every fucking time. Umbrella is everywhere in this universe. You can't go five fucking metres without falling over, tripping over an umbrella agent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, tripping over a fucking Michelle Rodriguez clone. There are just too many of them. Fucking thousands of them sitting around. The thing that annoys me is they just leave Claire to piss off when they shove the mind control spiders on everyone. The most flimsy mind control spiders ever designed that don't dig into the skin, don't do shit. They just loosely grip on. Yeah, I I don't know, I can't remember if they explain it in the film. I don't think they do. I think they're just like, oh, like who put the spider on you? I mean, and guess then just like, like five fucking guesses who put the spider on her. I, I I hate that. There's another question in the fifth film where they 
uh, Jill, when she's mind-controlled, asks Alice, who do you work for? No one, clearly, because no one else exists anymore. Yeah, you've killed everyone else. You're the only one around, mate. Like, who put the spider on her? I have a fucking guess. It was Tesco's. Tesco's <laughs> put the fucking spider on her. The oligarchy of Tesco. Who the fuck do you think put the spider on it? It was Umbrella. Clearly. No one else exists anymore. And uh, so the, the 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 spiders that are like the mind control I don't know why they're fucking on people's chests but the mind control spiders are from the game um and Jill is actually a bad guy in 5 and there's a very long ass fight about mid game where you spend about fucking 20 minutes trying to pull this fucking spider out of her chest it's like the the legs are literally dug in that's a fucking thing yeah Okay, fair enough. I don't know why it controls your mind. The mind spiders. Because no one explains that shit. But you, yeah, there's like a fucking 20 minute fight where you're just sitting there tapping X like a bastard. Trying to pull this fucking spider off her chest. I mean, it was about the same fucking instance in the film, to be fair. It took a red... Well, no, actually it didn't. No, it, it took takes like about ten five seconds. seconds. Yeah, five seconds after she goes, you know what I should do rather than trying to kill Jill, I should take the spider off her. Yeah, for Claire, for some reason, she does it instantly. Just spider because <laughs> she can beat the shit out of Claire. She's with no Claire gets fucking bitch slapped by everything in this franchise. If it's not the big tyrants, Claire just gets fucking punted. Yeah, she's on her ass more than she's on her fucking feet. Yeah, the, the fucking hilarious lazy take off. You just flick one, and it falls to the ground. I mean, depending on the continuity, they're living spiders, and they can go around and fucking jump on people, but not in the fourth one. They're just, I don't know, lazy mind spiders? They can't be fucked? I am... Mm, to be fair, that sounds like normal umbrella fucking quota, I guess. Just make something shit, and we'll fucking put our names to it and sell it. So why do they exist anyway when you've just got the endless army of Michelle Rodriguez's? Just go with that. Don't don't bother with Jill. Just kill yeah, Jill. Yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, I suppose that is actually true. And just give Rodriguez fucking memories of Jill. Some of the memories of Jill, but massively loyal to Umbrella. I'd rather fucking watch that. Just Michelle Rodriguez playing every part <laughs> in the rest of the evil. Just talking just with to different... herself. Different memories. Just plays everyone. Fucking Albert Wesker with a little bit... Just a wig every time. (laughs) Wig and some sunglasses. That's all you need to be, Albert Wesker. Someone make that film. You can play Alice. You can play herself. She can play the fucking child. She just goes down on her knees. She can play every zombie as well. I'd love to do that. Does someone someone make a fan remake of this film where you're every character? (laughs) You don't explain it. You're just like, nope. We're all good. And still make sure they're really fucking terrified and confused when the silly clones come out. That's that's the most important part. They're still fucking be- befuddled, bemused when they see all this shit happen. Like fucking Alice is. When she- oh, I'm a clone, am I? No shit. Um, right. But yeah, Kmart comes around. Uh, Claire starts running around the beach and Alice, for some reason, runs after someone who didn't announce their presence into the fucking airplane graveyard. Yeah, she sees someone creeping about, she goes after them, fucking beats them up, and it's basically Claire covered in a shitload of mud, so it's someone's sexual fantasy. Um, She pulls the fucking spider off her chest once she's knocked her out. Um, Eventually, 
she finds like a little journal saying that it's uh, Arcadia is a fucking boat and it's moved on to LA or some shit or it's moved on to somewhere um next shot is they're back into the plane Claire is completely clean so obviously Alice at some point has gone I need to watch I need to wash this dirty dirty woman and put clean clothes on her and then tie her up and put her in the back of my uh, aeroplane. That was uh, an interesting way of putting that. Yeah, I, I wanted to make it as creepy as possible. And hopefully oh, you I succeeded did. succeeded with flying fucking gullers there. Oh, thank you. I figured seeing as it's W.S. Anderson, it probably is creepy. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's fair. It's, <laughs> uh, it's less fucking Event Horizon style, just Zeech more Slaneshi. The Resident Evil stuff, and then stuff. Um, yeah, they they kind of just sit, talk back and forth, and eventually fly to LA, isn't it? You see the Hollywood sign. Yeah, and at the top. I don't. Maybe this is just me, but you mentioned something. I think it was in the last time that we done the Resident Evil one, where like how much fuel does a certain helicopter fucking take or whatever? Yeah, what's the last one? Yeah. How the fuck did that aeroplane go from Alaska? Was it? Yeah, it doesn't. Alaska to LA without needing to refuel. Yeah, it doesn't at any point yeah. during that fucking journey. You couldn't put enough fuel on the plane siphoned out from the other planes. It's like it's like a there. fucking crop duster that she's flying and they're like, Yep, that that fly from Alaska to LA, that's cool. So for the sake of umbrella, they picked a really out of the way area to pick up survivors. Oh yeah, the most heavily infected city in all of America, probably. Well, possibly. It was infected before the plague to LA. Yeah, it's a fucking. I shit didn't want show to say it, but needles and homeless people. It's awful. It's the fucking Birmingham of the USA. Yeah, and uh, she notices a load of dickheads on uh, a prison roof. It's a very full, fucking tall prison. It looks like a high rise. <laughs> yeah. I, it's got a fucking like one cell per floor, presumably based on Chris's cell. Yeah, he's locked in the basement. <laughs> I consider that an inefficient way of uh, doing jail cells. Personally, a, a standardized like fucking four walls and a. The layout of this prison is shit because they explain it. So there's a a single prison cell which looks like a fucking Hannibal Lecter like glass cage. That Chris locked in. It's like you stick fucking Charles Bronson in. Yeah, and then they go below that floor. There's a armory and fucking garage and all that shit, but they're all underwater. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's f- like just thinking of the layout of that prison, and then thinking that there's like thirty floors on top of that, and then a roof long enough that a plane can fucking crash land on it. It'd be a fucking nightmare to patrol that, to go around. It's absolutely insane. Have you ever um, played Prison Architect? Any of those like fucking little builder games? I'm shit at that when it's one story. <laughs> It'd be a fucking nightmare beyond that, especially if you've just got like fucking Chris's cells, one cell per floor. So inefficient. Yeah. But yeah, this is kind of like generic zombie dumb here. Um, and I suppose depending on your tolerance for schlock uh, this is either the best part of the of the three films 
at the end of the franchise, or this is the worst part of the three films at the end of the franchise. Um, for me, I, I prefer the schlock. I prefer when someone like jumps headfirst into the air, this is really stupid, but we know it is, and we're willing to just kind of go nuts with it. Uh, there, were, there were good segments in this pit, actually, to be fair. The, the going into the armory segment, um, which I think what else, the shower segment was all right, where the zombies came out and started taking people out. Yeah, uh, the zombie segment in the showers is good. I like, I enjoyed that. It was quite visceral. It was um, kind of in and out. Right, well, like ten seconds. The the one the the uh the one where they swim down to the armory. That one was fucked up because I... one woman in that whole that the in the whole entire fucking um prison, there's one woman and she's like, yeah, I used to be an athlete at swimming, and then. <sighs> She instantly goes into water and she gets eaten. <laughs> instantly. I, thought, I really loved that. That it reminded me of a you've played The Last of Us. There's a segment where you have to go, like go into the hotel basement. If you remember that, it's Joel. When you're uh, separated from Ellie, that's like fucking terrifying. Where you've got um, stalkers going around and it's it's a nightmare. I hate oh, yeah, it. Yeah, go yeah. through it every time. It reminded me of that. I think they could have done more with it and had like some dark corridors that are completely black that you throw flares into and then you see a lot of zombies around. Mm. Uh, and it, it fell, I think, slightly too much onto the action side, which is what most of these films do, to be fair. The horror's dead in the water at this point, mostly. It's action. Action all the way. Um, which, I mean, to supplement that, you've got basically stereotypes of characters in terms of the, the red shirts. They're not even sporting cast, they are just red shirts at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, introduced by the fucking idiots sitting on the roof and waiting for this plane to land a trope in these films being like getting out of the way about a second to spare plane comes down and the producer standing on the roof in the way of the plane and goes oh you know what i should probably move out of the way now i'm gonna give it a second yep i'll do it last moment yeah i gen like half the people in this i don't know the names of but you could literally just say the generic fucking like fucking generic Chinese man in a blue shirt, generic black man that's a model basketball player, fucking generic fucking blah blah that's this, generic white man with a moustache that looks like a douchebag. I genuinely don't, I don't know anyone's fucking name. Pretty much, I'm just trying to remember. I know there are characters I'm forgetting existed. There's the army guy, um, whose name I don't know. There's the Mexican that's like the engineer who works on the fucking ATV that they, they want to get running. The actress who, swim champ, who goes out like a champ, well not really, she goes out like a fucking yeah, pussy. Yeah, no, she goes out like a fucking pussy, yeah. There's Wendell who also goes out like a fucking pussy. Who's The only fucking name I know. Oh, there's a creepy old guy that yeah. was watching Chris downstairs. That guy? Yeah, which that's you, Wendell, yeah. Why is he watching Chris? What the fuck's he going to do in the cell? That, that I never got either. Like when they go, oh, we shouldn't release Chris, we shouldn't let him out, because eventually they release him because um, they're getting overrun. Why not? I mean, you've got the guns, what the fuck is he going to do? Yeah. Plus he's dressed in like fucking camo fucking gear and shit. He's dressed as an officer. He's not in yeah. a jumpsuit. People could just be like, oh, you know, he's not wearing fucking prison clothes, but let's fucking leave him in there anyway. They were just like... Oh, he's wearing proper military outfit, but let's just leave him in there because we don't like the look of him. Which is fair. I don't like the look of Wentworth Miller anyway. 
But what have you got against Wentworth Miller? What the fuck did he ever do to you? Fucking his shit at acting, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's great. He's great. He's, he's so fine. good. He, he can do he's a so real good. like snidey, intimidating. He's brilliant in fucking Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I love him. The but be- the best part is he can do one thing, and people are like, "Oh, Keanu Reeves is shit because he can only do one thing." But apparently, Wentworth Miller gets a pass. No, he doesn't, motherfucker. At least, at least, Keanu Reeves is a fucking nice guy. I'm sure Wentworth Miller's Wentworth, a fine guy. He looks like a cunt. Is he like fucking like pissed on your bathrobe or something, or is he just too close to Supernatural? It's just it reminds me. If he was he close to Supernatural, Supernatural, I'd be like, all right, but he's not. Yeah, uh, landing and shit on the plane, and we get the the fairly generic. It's basically Dawn of the Dead, just done in a prison. For a little bit, yeah. there's so many fucking ripoffs. The fifth one is terrible for ripping off different horror films, but this, and you've got the um, the APV that they're thinking of getting out, which is straight from Dawn of the Dead. Just get the uh, truck and everything that they modified in that film. I'm sure that Zack Snyder didn't want to be that far on the nose. There's the Tyrant, which is pretty much Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. It's like shot for shocking, yeah, shot for fucking shot. Yeah, but. I mean, technically, yes, but he is actually in five as well. There is, there is those fat bastards in five as well. So. With the same act, they are in the game. Yeah. Okay, well, that's just shit. That's yeah, that's ridiculous. They've got fucking blacksmiths going around the clock, designing that shit for. Okay, are they from Umbrella directly? No. Okay, I can live with it then. Yeah, they're from. Um, I think they're from a cult. So. Okay, that's okay. That's. That's enough for me to kind of go, yeah, at least Umbrella, at least a company didn't design them to be weapons of mass yeah, war. Yeah. Because as you see in the fifth film, they're mass produced. Yeah, there's fucking two of them attacking at once and shit. And they've got these shit looking fucking axe weapons that are going to be more awkward to design than just a good axe. Yeah, so they are massive chunky fucking bastards of an axe. And they've gone, let's make it a bit more dangerous, and they've wrapped barbed wire around it. Like, yeah. Like, this wouldn't cleave someone in two anyway, but let's just put some barbed wire around it just so it sticks them a little bit more. Because they're shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yeah, in terms of just nitpicks generally, um, fucking Lucius West, whose name you'll forget by the fifth film, don't worry, uh, pulls a plane down by himself. Like the plane's about to fall off the roof and he just jumps on it and his fat yeah. ass brings it down. He's a fucking basketball player, man. He's fucking heavy-duty shit. Fucking Mike Tyson couldn't manage that shit. Yeah, I was being heavily sarcastic. I don't know if you picked it up, but... He slam dunks it down. There's a, there's a shit pun for you. But, um... Yeah, so th- there's all that shit happening. They fucking introduce each other and they're like, Oh, fucking... I'm over there on that billboard and like that's supposed to impress us or some shit. Um, there's some mild flirt in between basketball player and Alice. Which you don't want to you don't want to fucking do that. Like she's on a naught for two streak right now. Her fucking love interests yeah. die horrifically. Don't go near her. Yeah, I think I think that's Paul W. S. Anderson's like, yeah, my wife could get any handsome dude that she wants, but if they get to her, I'm going to kill them. I'll don't be a fucking high horse. If Mila Jovovich went over to you and said, I want to fuck you, you wouldn't say no. Neither would I. Don't I pretend I think otherwise. I would. She is not an attractive woman to me. Don't pretend. 
I am genuinely being serious. She is not an attractive woman to me. Worth the thousands of. It's all, it's all you've got. Oh yeah, I don't have ve- I don't have very high standards. I I'm I'm perfectly happy saying that she's just somehow she's below my standard. <laughs> when we get to the apocalypse, that's all you're gonna have. You're gonna have the fucking millions of Mila Jovovich clones. I'll I'll take one of the, the Michelle clones. Rodriguez ones, even though she's a lesbian. <laughs> all we've got. It's the only fucking thing we have at this point. Just clones, thousands of clones of them. Fucking the genetic pool is gonna be dead, isn't it? If it's just Michelle Rodriguez the rest of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing they're lesbians because the fucking inbreeding is going to be a nightmare. After that, like, second generation, you just have different generations of Rodriguez. More and more fucking hills have eyes as you go down. <laughs> um, fuck. Oh, yeah, what do you think of the new cast, anyway? Like, you, you've got, obviously, the Resident Evil uh, copies mm-hmm. that are shoved over. Like, the fucking B-rate Resident Evil. Like, the porn version of Resident Evil game characters. And then you've got the new cast that come in it. Um, all forgetful. The only reason I know, literally, I, I don't know any of their names. Um, but as I said, I forgot who Lucius West was going into the fifth film, and I was just, who's that fucker? And I watched these back to back. Oh no, I I knew who he was in the fifth one because I was like, why the fuck's he back? I'm pretty sure he died. Uh, <laughs> but oh, if, apparently he was not. in the end credit sequence. Yeah, I know. And shit. I just apparently didn't pay attention at that point. Um, How we fucking lived through that. But, so... Hold on. So, I I know that there was the old guy, the creepy old guy that was watching Wentworth in the cell. I know he's a thing, because he's very clearly a pervert, because he tries to watch Alice strip down in the shower. Um, But... He gets chopped in two, I think, because of the giant bastard. Uh, no, he gets um, taken by one of the... Oh, he gets dragged into the hole in the fucking... What's it called? Yeah, he gets dragged yeah. into the sewers. Yeah, um, because he, he talks about movement in the walls during all this. He hears scratching and stuff, and no one really pays attention to it. They all go, eh, Sure enough. there is. Sure there is, Peter. I don't know. Went, Wentworth? Um, not Wentworth. Fuck. Wesley? Wesley. Not Wesley. What? Uh, it might have been Wesley. It was a W. I know for a fact it was a William w. Wallace, uh, Wilson. It was a weird name. Wanker. Fucking walrus. Ah, oh, Wally. Yeah. So I know that he's a thing. I know that the the fucking slightly Mexican guy is an engineer. I know Chinese guys there for like two minutes, and I know that white guy that gets eaten at the end. Chinese guy gets eaten. I think I can't even he remember what shot, fucking happens to him now. Um, no, the, the engineer gets shot. I know for a fact. Oh, the engineer. He gets shot by the producer. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck happens to him? He goes down on the lift. And then he must get eaten at some point. Because I can't fucking remember him. I know he doesn't get on the ship. I can't even remember how he fucking yeah, dies he, now. he doesn't get onto the ship. Um... Where the fuck does he die? Fuck, I can't remember. I don't does he, I gets care, ta- does he get taken down the sewer as well? I f- fuck knows. I know I don't give a yeah. shit either no, way. No, it doesn't fucking matter. He's not fucking plot heavy anyway, but... He goes into the sewers, I know that. Yeah, so there's there's God, a fucking whole conversation between all of them talking about this fucking prisoner and it ends up being Chris Redfield. Uh, Claire isn't there for this point conveniently. They wait till they let him out and she he's like, Oh! Claire, my sister, and she's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. I think I just stroke her fucking face. 
Yeah, who doesn't stroke their sister's face, Kieran? Fucking anyone who's not from Alabama. (laughs) I've I've never fucking done that. I've not seen you in ages. Let me just stroke your face romantically. I'd I'd slap my sister. (laughs) But I think that's just because I... Yeah. She did Um, take the seal of twilight, so now that. Yeah. That's that's deserving of something. Probably Um, a slap from you, to be fair, for being stupid enough to go along with that shit. Weak-willed enough. But yeah, what, what the fuck? Why would you strike your own sister's face? Um, so uh, in terms of... I know, I know a load more are introduced in the fifth film. Who's, who's hmm. the best um, version of the game character? Who, who's got the best likeness and acting chops, do you reckon? How done, I'm genuinely trying to think, because they're all shit. Um... I mean, we, we could start like knocking them off, do um, like, right, so pro- process, Leon, process of Leon elimination. shit. Yeah, Leon's fucking terrible. Uh, Barry Burton is fucking terrible. Yep. Uh, Albert Wesker is definitely <laughs> terrible. Um, Chris Redfield, terrible. Jill Valentine, terrible. So process- Maybe Claire? Yeah, Prosper's Elimination, that's Claire. Taking the top spot as the best adaptation. Which is weird, but fine, I guess. Oh, like- you got Ada Wong as well, actually. You forgetting? Oh, uh who's um I think closer from what I could tell. She's got the same voice actress as the games. I know that. So it was dubbed over. Yeah, but in the game, she's I think it's Japanese American, and she looks more American. Oh, she's Chinese, obviously. Um, Li Bingbing. <laughs> it's a fucking great name. Okay, Chinese American, but. In the game, she looks more American. Better question then: Who's the uh, worst? Who's the worst adaptation? Albert fucking Wesker. Like there isn't. Albert Wesker is the lowest form of low in this film <laughs> or in these films, because at least Albert Wesker in the games is somewhat competent and has, even though he gets beaten, it's never bad enough. Like he gets stabbed in the face. It's always like, oh, we've fucking we place a shot slightly to your right, so you accidentally fucking bumble into it, or like fucking a freak accident has happened, and loads of pipes come down and fall from the sky and like fall onto you, but you're not actually dead. Like something, there's always something in the games to be like, oh, fucking, he could fucking handily kick your ass. But he's just has an ego complex. But in these films, it's like no, he couldn't. He could barely pull himself out of a wet paper bag. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, he gets killed by a door. In the he end. Get- Oh no, that's a dog. I was going to say, Alice kicks a fucking glass pane at something, and it's a dog, isn't it? Yeah, he gets killed by a fucking door in the sick film. Yeah. It's just depressing. He gets beaten every fucking time. He's like a Saturday morning cartoon villain. He just gets the shit kicked out of him every fucking Saturday. Every time he's seen, someone's kicking him a new one. I mean, yeah, uh, in terms of escape plans and shit, because we, we get the bonding moment. Fucking lovely Scooby gang come together and learn and trust each other over the course of like a night. Come to learn to love each other. All their foibles and weaknesses, they help and bring their strengths to counteract. It's it's all very heartwarming and lovely. And then they have to leave because some big fucker with an axe is pounding on the door from Silent Hill. Yeah. And obviously they, they say that the plane's not usable because they fucked up the landing the first time. They don't want to go through that again and again and again, which fair enough, to be honest. I might have gone for a, 
Okay, we'll send one person over with the plane and ask if they can send other people over. Maybe they have helicopters and shit and can give us a hand. Yeah, so part that confuses the shit out of me in this film is Chris is like, okay, so uh, everyone, just letting everyone know there's like an ATV that's parked in the garage just outside the front doors. And it confuses me that none of the prisoners have gone out and checked the garage outside the front doors to see if there's an ATV or any kind of vehicle that they can take out. No point did anyone patrol shit in this prison. They've been here presumably since the start of the outbreak because Chris is here and he's still alive so someone's got to have been feeding him. Yeah, they... they, I think they say they they come into the the prison as they let all the prisoners out and there was just the guards there for a while but they all died. Yeah. So I mean, and they were just like we're left. That's all that's left. And they, this guy was just in here when we got here. It's been a solid few years at this point since the start of the pandemic. Properly kicked off since extinction. At least eighteen odd months, I think. Um, when she's talking to Claire, have you not fucking patrolled your entire place yet? Have you not had a look around in the eighteen fucking months you've been here? Decided, you know what? Maybe we should check if there are any zombies anywhere else, just so we know, just so we could be prepared for this shit. I mean, That'd be too much work. Yeah, just go around it. It's so fucking... I mean, a, a better way of doing it. Forget the mechanic. Fuck the mechanic. Just have Chris be a mechanic and so I can fix the ABV, if you let me out. That's the just way of sorting it, fixing it, and making it make sense. But no, these guys sit and twiddle their fucking thumbs eating prison food for 18 months, fucking thumbs up their asses, and wait for their saviours to come, their knights in shining armour. Morons? I do, I do, I do love the fact that while they're out there, that big fat bastard that's smashing at the gate, they're like, guys, someone, someone kill him. So they all walk up, like one of them walks over with a fucking puny pistol, and it's like, bang, bang, bang. Okay, he's not dead. Uh, I'd, I'd probably be more on the line of this guy's the one to bring down the gate. What we should probably do, since you know the gate's held against everyone else recently, is um, have someone with. A lot of guns, like big ordnance, and we kill him now, like the, yeah. the fucking sawn-offs. Someone get a ladder, climb, like climb towards the top of the fence, pass them a shotgun, blast his fucking face off, and then we're good. That buys us a shitload of time. I mean, we've got the fucking scavengers, the runners, but we can deal with them one at a time. Yeah. Just people stay and watch, and then we repair the fucking APV. Has anyone seen The Walking Dead when they're at the prison and they're all the zombies are all at the fence and they've got like sharpened sticks and they're just stabbing them against the fence? Let's do that. Yeah, perfect. But uh, no, that's just not how it follows no. along. That, that, that's too much fucking logic. It's too much work for Paul W.S. Anderson. I keep thinking to try to say Paul Thomas Anderson. I know I made the same mistake last fucking time. It, it seems to me that he makes characters for a film and he's like oh shit like these people have just been thought into existence let's not give them a backstory let's not think of how they've survived survived the last couple of months let's just go that one was a model that one was an actress that one was a blur and you see that that's they, why they'll survive by that that's why I love um, the ridiculous segments more than this fucking bit. It's at least with the like stupid fucking over the top. I'm kicking glass shards into a zombie dog, which I, I love. I fucking adore the whole portion of that. 
I don't have to sit there and go, well, why, why are the characters so fucking shallow? Why are they making really stupid decisions? It's not a stupid decision to just kick fucking glass into a dog. Beautiful. And there aren't as many filmmaking mistakes as well during the massive action bits, which I, I was watching, um, you know, Red Light Media on YouTube. Yeah. They covered uh, Resident Evil at one point. They went through all the films and they found a segment in the shower scene in the jail where um, when the when they turn the shower on, uh, occasionally it's off in some of the shots, then it turns back on, but you can still see the sound, hit the sound for all of it. <laughs> Which, yeah, fuck me. That, that's a level of incompetence. And once I heard about that from Red Light Media, I was watching out for it, to be fair, to see like if there's anything else that's massive continuity errors. Uh, and there are. There are shitloads when you're actually sitting down and watching through. In the fifth one especially, like every other moment, gigantic continuity errors that a script editor, script supervisor should have sat down and gone, yeah, no, that's clearly bullshit. Presumably it's just the editor with like his haphazard style fucking up constantly. Um, and there's a bit where uh, Barry and Leon are shooting in the back of the car that Alice is driving. In one scene they're shooting, immediately jump cut while Alice is speaking. They're sitting there and looking straight forward. You've got bits during the tunnel in the fifth film where there are no zombies present and then suddenly there's like a horde fucking running down. It's ridiculous the amount of basic fucking child errors that are in this that could be fixed in moments. Yeah. With just a couple extra bits of B-roll shoved in, just add a little bit of extra time to it and it'd be fucking fine. That that I can't forgive. The fucking like basic continuity mistakes. That for a film budgeted at sixty million, you should know fucking better. Uh, but at least during the like silly segments, I can overlook it a little bit. I can just enjoy it. Ooh, dog gets fucking kicked. Doggy gets <laughs> punched in face. Big man swings axe. Fucking Albert Wesker does his speedy fuck. Oh, that was funny as fuck. Is shit. Does his speedy shit. I could just enjoy yeah. that. Uh, just to very quickly go through this, because mm, fucking half of it's shit anyway. Well, all of it's shit, mm. but I'm just going through it. Um, so, uh, they go down, uh, as Chris, the swim champ, and Alice is going down underwater to go to the armory. Um, fucking creepy white guy with a mustache and the engineer army guy go down to look at the ATV, find out it's not got a fucking engine in it, so they're like, well, we're fucked. Uh, creepy guy shoots army guy in the face. Which, why? With Chinese guys just standing there. They're so cavalier about shooting people in these films. Yeah. I think after after you've shot, like, 300 zombies, you're like, ah, eh, one person will outdo all that, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. I'm, I'm just thinking that you could have just lied to the guy. And gone, yeah, I'm gonna go to yeah, the you absolutely could have just gone, um, I'm going for a piss. I'll be right back. Even just, uh, I'm going to make sure the plane's working in case we need to use that route because we're about to be overrun. And I'll see how many we can stick in it or something like that. I'll just fucking tie a couple to the roof. I'll see what I can do. Anything would have worked there and you wouldn't have been followed by anyone. You could have just set the plane off and gone anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he, he fucking nosedives off the edge of a building and fucking flies away. And takes he managed to accidentally like kill like a hundred zombies or something when he's like almost close to the ground. That's off skin marks, pretty much. Yeah, he basically skid marks the ground and kills like a hundred zombies and then flies off. Like, to the imagine boat. what it'd look like if someone broke a light bulb up their ass. That's the kind of skid mark. Just a bloody fucking puke and gore. 
for a runway size stretch. That's nice imagery for you there. I saw someone smash a jar up their ass, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, was that two girls, one cup? Uh, no, no, it isn't, no. is it? It, it was a dude trying to sit on a jar, like a glass mason's jar. Oh, no, jar, that, that's, that's a classic. Yeah, and he's bleeding all over the floor at the end of it. Um, and then oh, everyone's standing on the roof like, oh, my God, I can't believe he done that. <laughs> um, everyone gets into the lift. Alice throws a fucking C4 charge on top of it, blows it up, which would have killed everyone that's in the fucking elevator, but apparently oh, not. Oh, they fall like, what, 40 um, floors? How <laughs> big is this fucking yeah. building? They're dead. They're so fucking dead. They they fall fucking 40, 50 odd floors to enter some fucking the uh, the water because obviously it's flooded. Um, she jumps off. She does the whole John McClane thing where she jumps off the roof with like a fucking bit of rope that's attached to a fucking pipe. Yeah. Like a 60 million fucking film. It looks like Neil Breen level CGI her swinging over. It's for anyone who hasn't watched Neil Breen, I fully recommend the films. Holy. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, uh, yeah, I paid £18 for them, so I'm going to fucking make someone else watch them. He's doing a new one, you know. I ain't fucking watching that he's one. He's asked for um, a CG tiger, a photorealistic CG tiger, if anyone can make that. Which I'm presuming for him is like, he's like fucking glued. I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna draw like a six-year-old reinterpretation of a tiger and then send it to him. He can tweet at him. If anyone wants to tweet tiger pictures at him, I'm presuming for him that's like he's just glued fucking um, like balls, tennis balls, to his family cat, painted it like a tiger. Nah, I know what I know what it's gonna be. You know those um, or stock tiger footage. You know those like fucking primary school plays that you go to where someone's dressed as a flower and they've got their fucking. Wait, Petals that are on either side of their face. He's just kidnapped a child. Yeah, he's going to kidnap a child. He's going to paint them face like a cat. And he's like, wear that flower costume. There you go. You're a tiger. But yeah, anyway. Uh, growl at people. Repelling down the building. Doing all that fun stuff. They all regroup at the bottom and then decide uh, sewer is the way to go. Tretch through the sewer. Now, um, when, they, when they go through the sewer, right, they go in one by one. And Alice and Claire are the last two to go through. I think the Asian guy gets cut in half here. If I'm... Possibly. He, mu- he must do, because he has to die at some point during this. Or he gets... He dies somewhere between now and now. <laughs> at some point between the roof and the sewer, he's dead. I'm going to say he gets fucking slashed open here. Because I know he... he, he... Yeah, I think, I think this is where they have the fight with the axe bastard. Yeah, it is. What I don't quite get yeah. is they're having the fight with the axe guy, right? At the top. Uh-huh. And at no point do does um, Wentworth Miller... Or Lucius go, hold on, where's Claire and fucking Alice? They just carry on. So, I mean, you can only make two presumptions here. Either they just carried on and they've got the perception of a fucking blind lemming. Or they were both sitting in the hole, staring up, going, you know what? Now I'm good. I'm going to wait down here and pretend we didn't hear it. I'm just going to fucking carry on and let them do it. I'd prefer if it was that one. (laughs) And that's his sister up there. He's fucking, that's his lover up there. Based on the fucking caress, yeah. and he's going, you know what, it's not fucking worth it. Survival, bro. I like that the zombies are um, nice enough to, you know, polite enough to allow this to be a one on one fight or a two on one fight, as it were. They don't get involved at any point. Yeah, it's like they're, it's like they're doing the Def, Def Jam Vendetta thing where they're all standing in a circle around them going, ooh. Or, uh, and they let them go down the hole after the zombies. They're respectful. They respect strength. Yeah. 
That's very polite of them. Very sportsmanlike, I'd say. Um, so what did what did you think of the Titan fight, T- Tyrant fight? I hated it in cl- and I I hated the fact that Paul W S Anderson doesn't know how shotguns work. You can't load them with you can't load a shotgun with nickels and be like, yeah, I can fire these at people. That would be good. No, it's not a fucking junk gun from Fallout. Yeah. You you need gunpowder in there, and you need fucking like you possibly could fire them. You'd need, to... but you need to you need you need gunpowder. You need like a propellant or something to do it. But I think they just think, oh, if I tape these nickels together and put them into the shotgun as loads, they'll that. It's fun. a cool fucking design though. Seeing the nickels go everywhere. Yeah, I'm trying to think if that's if that's like a reference to anything, something from the film, or uh, from the games. Sorry. I don't care if it is. It but... looks so fun to see all the coins like spill out everywhere. I wish they'd have used it more. But you know what else does that, Kieran? What? Shotgun pellets. Yeah, but they're not called like birdshot. Oh, I'm sorry. Does it... I'll make a shotgun pellet with fucking uh, George Washington's face on it <laughs> and then shoot that at someone. Oh, the coins are big. I like seeing big bloody coins. Just it's it's like a fucking arcade game finishing, and you get like spewed with coins because you're what? It's like a fucking um, Scott Pilgrim boss, just getting showered money after. See that that makes sense. Like fucking headbutting, you headbutt someone so hard that my my boyfriend burst or whatever. That makes sense because in the game, they do they literally disappear and there's change on the floor. But with this, I'm like, is that a reference to the mercenaries mode? Is that like... I think you're looking too far into it, to be fair. I think, I think Paul W. Sanderson but... just thought it'd look cool, and it does look cool. That's one of those I'm willing to kind of slide on and say, yeah, it, it's just a really nice shot. It did fucking great imagery. Otherwise, other than the coin shit, what did you think of the fight? And we might we might as well toss in the Albert Wesker fight as well. Like, like the, the two big right. the two big fights, might as well toss that in. What do you think of them? So, for some reason, they made the fight against the tyrant. Technically, that fight should have lasted thirty seconds, but they made it into like they slowed down everything so it lasted like three. <laughs> yeah, like three minutes. And then the Albert Wesker fight is also ripped directly from a, from one of the games, and then he also gets shot in the face with the shotgun that had um, nickels in it. So. Eh? Not a fan. Um, I take it. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of like any of the, like, I think in the last one and two I was okay with the like. Um, okay, so I was okay with the fights in one. Um, the fight in two was just fucking hilarious. Uh, th- like, and then from three onwards, I hated every fight. Oh, after come on, that, like every fucking fight. actually kicking shards of glass into a dog as it's coming towards you. That is badass. Oh, as that's shit. that's that funny. Is funny as fuck. It's hilarious. That's funny. I'm okay with that. That very small scene in this entire film, but and like Wesker taking a fucking thousand hours to unleash his tentacles just to be shot in the face immediately. That's got like Indiana Jones Rose of the Lost Art vibes to it. It's beautiful. Oh, that's another thing. Um, Albert Wesker never has that Las Plagas virus in him in the games. And he doesn't have it again after this film. He never like produces an octopus out of his fucking mouth again after this film. It doesn't actually do much for him. 
I think beyond the fourth. Yeah, film. I know. He 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 opens his mouth. This thing comes out. She puts a shotgun in it and she blows his fucking head off. Yeah, it doesn't help her that help him that much. I mean, yeah. he gets killed by Alice, who's not super powered in any way at this point. It doesn't really stop her. It doesn't help him overly much. Like from from what I gather, Albert Wesker in the um in the games needed to be in fucking lava and shot twice with fucking RPGs. Before they could be taken down, it was ridiculous. But in this, it's just like fucking ah, shoot him with a shotgun. I fair, they blow him up with a nuke, but he has to like crawl away like fucking Gollum after being shot with a shotgun, scared <laughs> of Alice. And then Alice um, starts the cult of the boat. The fucking everyone dressed in white. The cult of Alice. Yeah, but this is another fucking waste as well, like the fucking clones were at the end of the last one. Because you're like, oh, she's got a load of people now. She's she's saved all these people. What happens at the start of the next one, Key? Yeah. They, uh, they all live happily ever after. No, they don't. They all fucking die. They all get fucking killed. Actually, it's it's not even the start of the next one. It's the end of this one. It's the end of this one, and they're like, oh, we need to fill time for the start of the next film. Shall we just replay that scene? But in reverse. Backwards. And then we can do it forward again. <laughs> They won't notice. Yeah, that that took the piss. That 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 annoyed me. I like when I was cycling through, um, when because I didn't know which this this was the fourth one. I was like, am I sure that this is the fourth one? So I went to the fifth one to have a look, and I was like, why the fuck have they showed the same thing twice? I've literally watched this three times in a row now, and you don't want to be saying that over two films back to back as well. It you know what? No, fuck, I enjoyed it. The first time I watched through these, I enjoyed the the backward stuff. It, it, um, have you seen the trailer for Dead Island? The game. Yeah, the game. I yeah. have a feeling it was ripped directly from that. I think Paul Tom- Paul Thomas Anderson. Fuck me. Paul W. Anderson is just looking up like fucking zombie media and going. Yeah, I think he I'll just googled zombie I'll stuff. I'll think that because it's the same time for Dead Island. Dead Island was like a year or two before um the fifth film, and that that trailer is iconic. It's fucking beautiful. I think he nicked it from that. It works, ish. If it wasn't for fucking Jill putting on a fucking emo hard boy suit, but anyway, um, in terms of the fourth film, before we jump onto all that, uh, the Albert Wesker fight, I fucking loved it. There's a load of convoluted shit around, like two thousand people on the ship, um, research subjects whose picture is immediately put in a database. Like, do you notice that? Like, Claire and fucking Chris, immediately their faces from, like, fucking model shoots are put in the database to be taken out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they've they've taken, like, their fucking service records or something, and they've gone, oh, yeah, we use that. And, uh, oh, Kmart dies. Thank fuck. Or technically, in the fifth film, but Kmart's fucking gone from this franchise. Why did you bring her back? Of all the people to bring back, no one gives a shit about Kmart. You could have pretended she didn't exist. She was nowhere to be found, and no one, no one in their right mind would fucking care. Um, yeah, you you could have literally made this film about just Claire, and just go, oh yeah, we're we're heading to Arcadia. It's supposed to be a safe haven. Blah 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 blah. Done. But for some reason, they were like, oh yeah, we'll add Kmart. These people really care about the continuity because the fucking creators of this shit care about the continuity. Clearly, it's not like they fuck it up every five fucking minutes. But yeah, I, I, I sound a lot harsher than I mean to. I I loved the battle, the fights in this. They were fucking funny as hell. I'm not sure that's the intention, 
<laughs> but um, they're, they're just got the editing style, the fucking wishy-washy shit. Wesker being like a cardboard cutout that's smug as fuck is really funny. Uh, and then Wentworth Miller and um, Ali uh, fucking... What's her name again? Al Alera, Al Kajira, Ali Lata. Ali Lata. Yeah, trying yeah. as hard as she can, which God bless <laughs> her, but it's so funny in the face of Wesker making these shit eating grins. Yeah, um, it's 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 a kind of film of two halves. You've got the fucking funny clone shit at the start, the fucking funny fights at the end, and then forty minutes of generic zombie stuff, which, as I said, depends on your tolerance schlock. On which part you're going to enjoy more? I don't, which parts did you resonate with more? The the ridiculous bits or the middle bit? Um, I think, like I said, like if this was if this didn't have the Resident Evil name next to it, I think I'd be like, oh yeah, this was a great film. I'm happy. But because I grew up with it, I have those blinders on, so I'm like, this is an outrage. Everything that's happened in this film is disgusting how could you treat a pure classic like that and like don't get me wrong there are bits that have it in it that i'm like oh that's pretty good or that was pretty funny like the ridiculous bits the later games of the resident evil franchise seem to be like oh yeah let's do ridiculous so i'm kind of okay with punching that. boulders once again yeah pul- punching boulders and fucking 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 super gymnastics and all that shit i'm fine with all that what the- did you ever hear the um, Douglas Adams quote? The guy who wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Because they asked someone asked him, I can't remember who, if he liked the radio show, which kind of uh, diverged from the books um, in a sense, and the film as well. I don't know if he was alive for the film, but I think it might have been about the film. To be fair, someone yeah said, "Well, what do you think of them?" And he said, um, it, "It's different, which is a good thing. I don't see the point in transferring a concept, um, the whole of the content." into a different form of medium, one-to-one. I never see the point of just taking the book and recreating it shot by shot into a film, which I agree with. I think if you're going to transfer something over to a medium, it doesn't really matter what medium it's in. You should have you know, something new, something creative to push in. Um, so I'm kind of happy they took a... not a risk, I suppose, with the Resident Evil stuff, but they had fun with it, at least. They changed the tone a bit. They... Uh, Pushed it away. I suppose I could say the same fucking thing for Transformers. I suppose it's it's the most basic of compliments, but yeah, it's very fucking like. But the way I see it is like I don't get me wrong. Yeah, you like you took the like generic building blocks for Resident Evil in the first and second one and whatever. I I was okay with the first and second one, and then when it starts getting to be like I, I can't really explain it when it gets to be completely different but you want everyone to be like oh it's still the same thing like don't don't worry guys but you know we'll be fine it gets to be like really like at that point why don't you just make a different ip like this could be a completely different franchise without the resident evil name attached to it because it's got fuck all to do with resident evil at this point just you're using named characters from that series and going oh look they're in this now yeah pretty much fan service um talking about games and shit though uh, i suppose it's high time to move on to the uh, side quest of the franchise oh (laughs) you you know those fucking games where you like you have multiple endings like um say for like new vegas 
what what ah. the fifth film felt like to me was someone who was playing through the game. They, they went through the fourth film. Okay, they got to the end of that. And then you can either skip to the sixth film, which is one ending, the true ending, let's say. Or you can go through the fifth film, which is like the fucking false ending. The fucking mm. Caesar Legion ending, where you just go through that shit. That's what it felt like to me. Like someone had reset their game and gone back a bit. And then jumped to the sixth film. It, it's such a pointless fucking diversion. Resident Evil Retribution, because we couldn't think of a better word to put behind a Resident Evil. Um, director, obviously, fucking Paul W.S. Anderson. I'm not going to fucking repeat everything that he's done again. Cast, Mila Jovovich, also playing Alice, because, yep, Boris Kodjoy again, playing a large black basketball player. The guy in Medea's fucking family reunion. Um, Sienna Gilroy playing Jill that's in uh, Aragon, Helen of Troy, The Time Machine, uh, Gunless, and apparently The Meg 2, which is coming out. Um, I think next year. Jason Statham stuff. Which, uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen the first one. I've been told it's bloodless and a bit ballsless. Yeah, the, I watched The Meg 1. That's why I was surprised that the Meg 2 was on your list. So I was like, uh, what? Um, Michelle Rodriguez playing Rain from Fast and Furious, Avatar. Yes, she was in a lot. Um, I only know because I heard a story about her. She was only in for a few episodes. I, I think it's her. Um, where she was in a, well, I mean, she was in a fucking, I was about to say drive-by. She was in a hit-and-run <laughs> incident, drunk driving incident, which is fucking Michelle Rodriguez all over. Oh, right, she got okay. kicked off the cast. Fast and Furious. Yeah, she got kissed off the cast for that. Uh, and character got killed off. Yeah, fair. Um, and Machete and Machete kills. And then Kieran's favourite, Lee Bingbing, playing Egg Da Wong. It's such a good name. <laughs> uh, she's been in The Meg, apparently The Meg 2, Transformers 4, and The Message. Uh, the Message is like one of those. Um, oh, the, 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 like where they, they have the normal. Fucking Asian name, and then they've uh, changed it up for us fucking moron round eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who can't abide by having the. To be fair, the, the lettering, I wouldn't be able to tell which one's fucking which. I, I, I watched um, Admiral the Reckoning recently, like a Korean film with uh, a load of the guys from that uh, Korean zombie thing that was on Netflix recently. Uh, the, the one set in um, Imperial Korea. It was really good. But it, yeah, it had a, a Korean name behind it with the, you know, the different calligraphy. They've got the fucking, um, the things that look like shapes and stuff and crap. You know what I mean? The fucking Chinese wording. That different way of writing it. That looks a bit more artistic than our fucking scribbles. Kanji? I mean, it, yeah, there are different languages that use it, but you know what I mean. Like the fucking, the Chinese stuff. Where it's got like little boxes and shit, and it's pictures, and it looks. Yeah, isn't isn't that kanji, or am I uh, just thinking of something different? I don't fucking know. I'm only a linguist. I shouldn't have to know this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's Japanese. I don't know, but yeah, um, there's a few people that you've missed out, and I know why you've missed them out. But I also haven't looked up what they've been in because. Fuck that, I ain't I've, doing it. Though. I know um, Colin Salmon, obviously, who plays one, is in this, and um, Oded Fair, who plays a couple different characters. Yeah. Um, fucking Sean Roberts again is in this. For like five seconds. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not fucking... I'm just, I, I've basically written everyone that's in the main games, I've written their 
they're oh, the people um, that play them. All I know is the guy who plays Barry Byrne. I was wondering where I knew him from. There's a lot of decent stuff he's been in, but I'm pretty fucking sure it was from X Men Origins Wolverine. I recognise him. Yeah, that, that's a point of fucking shame there. Yeah, he plays the Blob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, Kevin Durand, that's him. I, I quite like him. I, I know I've seen him in other stuff. I'm sure I have. Yeah, I hope I have. I've seen him in other stuff. Plays um, the same character every time, pretty much. And I'm going to fuck this one up, but the guy that plays Leon S. Kennedy is called Johan Erb. How do you fuck up the whitest fucking looking guy on the planet? Because his name is Johan Erb. Jesus Christ, it's like from a hippie commune. Yep. It's like some shit the fucking Elon Musk could call his kid. Johan. Fucking yoga teacher, motherfucker. Yeah, uh, but... Yeah, fair enough. Uh, fucking budget box office sixty five million to two hundred and forty point two. That's not too bad. Uh, they're doing well for themselves, and that's gone down though by like sixty million. Yeah, although to be f- oh yeah yeah, it's gone down by about sixty million. But I think they make it back in the fucking next one. Bastard. And then some. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Do you want me to do the trivia? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. Uh, the character that was that uh played. Becky uh, was not originally uh, hearing impaired in the normal script, but after an outstanding audition, uh, the role was given to Ariana Engineer. I think Ariana? No, that's not Ariana. Yeah, Ariana. Ariana Engineer. Um, yeah, fucking scouted by uh, W. Sanderson and Mila Jovovich. I mean, if they're impressed by her, what the fuck was the competition like? I will say, I think that the the nicest thing that I heard about during this film was Mila Jovovich actually learnt sign language so she could talk to her. I wouldn't have. I'd have fucking ostracised the bitch so she never gets back into <laughs> acting again. <laughs> fucking make really her feel as unwanted as possible. She's terrible. I didn't, fuck, fuck this. To like, be there fair, are, she, there are she good sharp actors. There she are good fu- deaf actors. Deaf child. The fucking child from um, oh, the John Krasinski film that came out recently. Not recently, but Quiet Place. She's amazing. She, um, she excuse me. Ariana Engineer did not fuck up a single line. Right. <laughs> yes, she fucking did. <laughs> she still spoke and she sounded like a fucking robot. Granted, deaf as shit, but no. She she was fucking rubbish. She was awful. Um... They should have fucking just give her like the, the shit sign language. I fucking hated her. God knows what the competition was like if they're willing to do sign language to get this girl on. There must have been, like, fucking... Did, did they do this at, like, a disabled fucking rally? And the competition was a load of people with Down syndrome in wheelchairs. Mate, you're going on about this, but they had to redub an entire character's lines. Oh, that's just because she sounded Chinese, apparently. She had an accent to her. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather rehire a different woman to just play the role entirely, or... Would you rather just read up her lines? I, I like Lee Bingbing in this. <laughs> you can say her name. I'm allowed to say her name. She's in this Lee Bingbing. Lee Bingbing. Oh, thank God for that name. Lee Bingbing. Yeah. That, that's made me happy. Uh, yes, her whole lines were uh, redubbed over by the girl who played Ada Wong in the mm-hmm. originals. Uh, you can kind of tell, actually. Now I know what was going on, you can see that occasionally there's some, um, some dubbing issues. Like the kind of I absolutely did not pay attention. Yeah, so. w- when you're looking for it, you can tell. When you're not, to be fair, it kind of slides over because she's still speaking in English. 
Yeah. It's just she's got a Chinese accent to her, which I don't know why they just didn't go with, to be honest. I'd be fine with that. I mean, they butchered every other fucking character. Barry Burton's as far away from his original as possible. Yeah. Just let Lee Bingbing do it. Fucking, that's such a good name. I'm not going to get over that entire time. Leave Lee Bingbing alone. I don't want him to be in fucking everything so I can say that name more often. Lee Bingbing, let me hear you say where. should say for the sake of uh, decency, she's a good actress as well. She does a fine job physically. And I'm sure she did a fine job reading the lines. Reminds me of, um, you know, the, the old Star Wars thing where they got the Green Cross Crowd Man to originally play. Darth Vader, you know, to do with the physicality before James L. Jones dubbed over. My dad oh, met yeah, that yeah. guy, by the way, the Green Cross Code man. They, like, shook hands with him because he was visiting schools for some reason. Apparently a really nice guy. And, yeah, he, the uh, guy, he wasn't told that he wasn't going to be that he was going to be dubbed over eventually by James L. Jones. And there's a cut somewhere that just has this guy with a thick fucking Yorkshire accent doing Darth Vader and shit. Yeah, and it's heavily muffled and shit, isn't it? Luke, I am your father. Someone... Pull your dick Why out my mouth. Fucking, um, George Lucas released that rather than the prequel cuts. Changing over. Yeah, it, it's so like hot. I'm fucking by <laughs> it. It'd be like the fucking Yorkshire porn version of Star Wars. Like the fucking Zack and Miri. Done justice. Um, Zack and Miri. No, it was a very good film. I finally fucking watched it. Just got all the Silent Bobs to do now and then I'm done with Kevin Smith. <clears throat> um, shit, but anyway, yeah, jumping into it properly. Um, no more uh, credit sequences from Alice as well. Or our version of Alice, you don't have to worry about that. That's just for the start. <laughs> Not going to fucking do you in with another one for each fucking... I should, probably should, just to let you feel what we went through. <laughs> just if you just start it off and then finish it immediately, just to fucking scare them into thinking they've got another fucking six minutes to sit through. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've got like uh, another pointless five-minute credit sequence followed by another fucking backstory exposition dub with like, slow-mo backwards action, as we said earlier. Slowwood backward action during the opening credits um, of like fucking... Oh, Alice fires at a fucking helicopter. The helicopter fires back. It's very slow. And then they play it again quick, a bit quicker like normally do they just play it normally so you have to watch it twice before you even get into the actual fucking story of this film yeah more or less um we see jill come down did you realize it was jill when you saw her yeah um again it, it's something that happens in the game so i was like instantly oh that's I okay fair enough jill. i might be an idiot or it might just be the game stuff with the spiders and shit but i i couldn't fucking tell it was just her jumping down yeah but for some reason uh jill's like born a brunette but for some reason they're like dye your hair blonde yeah and have it pulled back into a ponytail that, that's what mind spiders do apparently <laughs> make you dye your hair fucking yeah i'd have assumed she wouldn't give a shit i presume mind spiders it's like no don't bother with fucking makeup and stuff just fucking do your job yeah i'd, I'd imagine so but apparently not it's make yeah, mind spiders are very accommodating so the foils the world. <laughs> I could be mind spidered would still do this shit, apparently. Oh, yeah. And in terms of first, the, the exposition dump here, we go through the backstory and everything. And talking about clones, talking about duct tape and lack of hope, uh, here's our fucking clone of Alice going through Dawn of the Dead fan fiction, which is, it is just Dawn of the Dead reshot for Resident Evil. The, the opening scene from that film... Including like the the fucking oh, surrounding yes. shot, the suburbs, yeah, um, 
she fucking gets in a car with Michelle Rodriguez for some reason, which is never advisable, especially in a fucking emergency situation. <laughs> so the fuck away from her in a car. Yeah, but that's the kind of person you'd need in the zombie apocalypse. You don't care about hitting people in a car. And we see uh, an O-Dead Fair clone as well, who... Was he a clone then, during the third film? He... Yeah. Also Could... a clone. I don't know, because he blows himself up in three. So they can't really get any of his DNA and be like, oh, we're going to clone him now to make him the husband of so Alice. He, he must have been a clone. For some reason, shoved out there. Maybe, like I, I think I think W. S. Anderson literally was just like, "Oh, do you remember this guy? He, yeah, he died, but pff, clones." It's I fucking, guess. Is that the rest of the world now? Is everyone else a clone? Or we say the last vestiges of humanity. There's yeah, just... there's only there's only six people in this. There's only six people on the planet, and everyone else is just a clone fucking of clones six everywhere. As I say, it'd be fucking hills of eyes. Hours after the fucking world comes back around, it'd just be genetic. Diversity at a dead stop. Fucking just see thousands of Michelle Rodriguez and Oded Fair children. Hundreds of thousands of the little pricks. And and one. Uh, what, what, um, what did you Co- say? The, Colin Salmon, I think. Colin Salmon, who's uh, a decent actor. I know he's been in a lot. Yeah, I've, I, I know I've seen him in other things. But... Apparently, there's a quote from Michelle Rodriguez in the first one. Something like they should bring back Colin Salmon as a clone or something just so they can get him back in, which is what kicks off the cloning nonsense. Oh, <laughs> So Christ. technically... Thanks, Michelle Rodriguez. You... The original clone who has two two roles in this film. Two, two clone roles. Well, I suppose fucking hundreds, but you see our clone... Jesus Christ, so many clones... <laughs> <laughs> Stop with the fucking clones. Okay, so uh, Alice clone. Alice fucking clone with the ha- suburban housewife setting goes through like a test chamber, which why do these still exist? Why is the Red Queen doing this? What would be the fucking point of testing this? Like, She wants to destroy humanity at this point. She knows how to do it. You just send monsters at the fucking people. You don't need to test how it works. Just send fucking monsters. Oh, yeah. There we go. There's a stop. This is like a side quest. Yeah, there, there's no, there's no thorough run line through this, f- these fucking film, from these films that you can be like, all right, this is the end goal. This is how we get there. It's a large squiggly line, and it's just like these are people's like inhibitions and wants and hopes. And we're just gonna like scribble on this piece of paper, and wherever they cross this plot line, that's when the good place. Jeremy Berrimi timeline. It's it's fucking stupid. It's it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh, The Red Queen just has no consistency in her character. Like the Red Queen's dead. She died at the end of one, but she's back, and she's the bad guy again. And then, oh yeah, sorry for a bit. uh, the uh, player decides to go down a different path. We go down the fucking tofu timeline, and we end up with the sixth film rather than the fifth film. It, it just the fifth film didn't exist. It makes so much more sense if they just skipped it entirely. You literally could, if you skip from the fourth film to the fifth film, the fourth film to the sixth film, it would make more sense. Genuinely, I mean, you see the helicopters and shit coming down to attack the boat, so you can presume okay, everyone's dead. But you don't have anything else from Jill. You don't have Ada. You don't have Leon. You don't have Barry. You just get Claire back, who was in the fourth film. I suppose you've got to explain how Chris died, but it's just a fucking Chris is dead. Albert Wesker is still the fucking villain. The Red Queen 
Not even. You don't even have to be like, oh, Chris is dead. He could just be like, Chris went off to fucking find Jill or whatever, because that seems to be his lifelong fucking ambition. Chris went off to fucking anyway. meditate and punch boulders. Yeah, he went to fucking put on some fucking, fucking rocks climbing like, around him. That's what he's fucking doing. And then it's like a Chuck Norris joke. Seriously, it's ridiculous. But it would make more sense to jump from fourth to sixth, even as it is. You don't have to replace anything. Just go from fourth film to sixth film, and it makes more sense. Um, yeah, uh, we've got suburban fucking housewives, desperate housewives getting killed off by zombies with the deaf child, deaf to fucking acting ability as well, who fucking survives for so long. She gets through the film to the end. So I'm just glad she fucking aged out of it so they couldn't use her for the sick film because she's so shit. Yeah, but I wouldn't even mind, but Alice is like, no, I'm your mum at the end of this one. It's like, okay. And then six comes around she's like, oh, my kid disappeared or she's dead. I guess dead I'm on, that one. dead. It's all the rest of fucking dead. Mothering wasn't for me. <laughs> just a side hobby. Easy and easy. <laughs> Kid's fucking dead. Well, you could pick up like 50 of the clones of the girl and you just keep trying until you get it right. Just imprint. Yeah. That's so That's creepy. True. Just sitting there imprinting. Or just get Michelle Rodriguez to play your daughter instead. If you start acting <laughs> up, I'll shoot you and bring out your clone. I'll replace you with Michelle Rodriguez. I'll replace you with five Michelle Rodriguez's in the trench coat. It's <laughs> all deal. Just fucking hell. Uh. So these simulations are cost a shitload of maintenance as well. Fucking ridiculous amounts. Mm-hmm. Which presumably they do these consistently. And you got to repair that. You got to repair the fucking houses. You got to repair the fucking skyline. Kill the zombies because for some reason you know they don't fucking just use hologram zombies or some shit. All to so the the idea behind it is they show um, like footage from fucking Japan mm. and send it to America. And as we said, this is bullshit already. But, I mean, generally you can just say, okay, we've got this bioweapon, this is what it does. These are our fucking speculations of what happened. Computer fucking analytics. This is the estimation, the uh, scenario. Do you want to buy it? It makes it a touch fucking easier than we're going to build these massive fuck-off biomes and shove them in. I mean, you've got... It's fucking stupid, because real-world, like, military fucking, like, like the US Army doesn't build a nuke and go right. We're gonna we're gonna build an underground version of Moscow. We're gonna bomb the shit out of that with clones of people from Moscow, and then we'll see what that does. They no one fucking does that. You, the best way to do it is we'll make a fucking like like a computer simulation. This will be the blast radius. If we drop it here, this will be the fucking outcome of like like that. But apparently, fucking Umbrella in this universe has more fucking money than sense. And instead of doing it the smart way and just doing it computer analytics, they're just like, nah, we'll just we'll just build everything. We'll we'll build a giant Japan Japanese skyscraper and fucking the famous crosswalk, and then we'll just fucking drop a zombie in <laughs> it. Over, yeah, jumping back That'd into the plot. It's a, that's a phrase we say far too often, jumping back into the fucking plot. Um, <laughs> Alice's interrogation scene, which makes no fucking sense. Who do you work for? The, the fuck question is that. Who do you work for? Who do you think? No one. As I said earlier, there's no one fucking and else around. Is there a reason why that noise hurts Alice? Or is it just supposed to be really loud and that's I think it's like decibel breaking, yeah. I mean, there are certain frequencies I know they have to um, annoy kids if you put a certain high frequency 
sound on. Oh yeah, like when I was in school, we used to do that when our teachers about and like the teachers didn't hear anything and we were all just like fucking shut that shit off. So I know about that shit. I probably couldn't hear it now because I'm fucking old. Yeah, this is but... the same thing they get with um, uh, this this high frequencies that can kill people. That there is shit out there that exists. The brown, the brown noise. Brown shit. That that that'd be a bit yeah. less. Uh, well, it'd be just as effective, but it'd be less cinematic. Just have a shit assault over and over again during the interrogations. Yeah. You stay in that shit room. We aren't gonna come in and clean it. I love how she you also fucking it. Alice asks yeah. after that. Saying, why are you doing this to me, Joe? Why are you doing this? It might have to do with the fucking spider on her chest. Yeah, you know what the fucking spider does at this point. Just be like, oh, she's got a spider, that's why she's doing it. Yeah. Fucking so for, for Joe, what I remember, um, she's the girl in the first game, right? With the hat and shit. So she's dressed in army gear for most of the thing. And then obviously she has her like blue shirt. Um, and yeah, in in the first one, she's got uh, a beret. She's got like the fucking squad uniform and stuff like that. In the second one, for some reason, she's got a blue tube top and a fucking she goes Lara skirt. Croft kind of thing. Um, so yeah. why does she? Why does she go like and full S and M slut during this film? Um, because that's how Albert Wesker likes her. Um, in in the fifth game, that's exactly what she wears, including the fucking fucking spider on her oh, chest fuck me. she's got like a latex jumpsuit and i don't know if like in in the game she's like really athletic she's like fucking gymnastic and stuff so it makes sense in the game like she's fucking doing it to be, like be more aerodynamic i guess and shit like <laughs> that in this it's just like i'm gonna run down in a sexy fucking leotard like fucking like skin tight outfit okay now explain ada wong to me um she in the second one she's supposed to be a normal woman just like a fucking person she's not a fbi agent or like they say she is in the fucking remake but in the original she's just a woman that turned up at raccoon city looking for her boyfriend so if she came into contact with any other people she'd be like oh yeah i'm just looking for my boyfriend and blah 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 and if she turned up in like fucking full on riot gear they'd be like I think that's bullshit so what about the fourth um, game and this film where she turns out in a fucking light I don't have any fucking idea about those I don't know why she's fucking still in a dress in the fourth one still in the same dress as the from the second one but she's in the fourth one in the fucking same dress I, I don't know so it's like a head fucking waitress from a Chinese buffet it's it's ridiculous. It's is it she had like a gun holster on a fucking leg and everything? I yeah, I, I genuinely I don't know why in the fourth one she's like yeah let's just wear a dress. At that point she's she could just be like I'm gonna wear fucking my normal military outfit or fucking spy gear thanks. Yeah, <laughs> fucking pretty much. She wears shades in the night. That's cool i guess no it's not no it fucking isn't yeah i know it's i'm so fucking taking the floor. piss at least albert wesker's got a reason to do it he's got like cat eyes and shit but yeah, some people are into cat eyes i'd shut that off you find he, he did it up with exhaler and exhaler the fucking exalt the girl from the fifth one i know them i know the names i don't know who the fuck you're on the about. villain from the fifth one with the fucking white dress and the little bun hair the game. Oh, fuck. Exceller? Um, 
Excella, that's it. That's a stupid name. Yep. Excel her fuck's sake. Right, so uh, with all this, yeah, it's just a fucking side mission, all this stuff. So Alice is being taken, uh, fucking rescued by Albert Wesker's crack team of stars. Not stars, but it's fucking Barry, yeah. Leon. She, she's been rescued by Ada Wong and the CBB's fucking reject, so... <laughs> fan-loved characters from the game. I was more thinking like the porn rejects. Not even the, the porn fucking parody, the rejects from the porn films. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense, yeah. Uh, the different regions feel a little wasted, occasionally. Like, the Moscow one was fun, but um, especially the New York one, I feel like they could have done more. I don't know if it's that they couldn't afford to get Times Square, which, fair enough, Times Square costs a shitload. Yeah, I think they had just enough money to kill those two giant bastards with their axes and then they needed to go. Why not do New York then? Why not go for um, a different US monument? Why not do like the fucking Hollywood sign or uh, Mount Rushmore? That would have been fucking cool, seeing, harsh, you know, that sending that to the Russians would be fucking pointless. <laughs> we can put zombies yeah. on this. No, no, one, no, one's, no one's around fucking Mount Rushmore, mate. Um, no one lives close enough to that to be infected. I think that's why it was. I think they were just like, oh, New York's a like, tightly packed area. Maybe there'll be shitloads of zombies there. But there wasn't a single zombie on the road, so I don't I don't fucking know. If I was the Russians, I wouldn't want to buy that shit. It's just what you're saying. You've got two fucking leotard-lazen twats with axes that can go around stabbing shit. Yeah. Fuck off. Two apron-wearing fat boys wear, uh, with a axe. A giant axe with barbed wire wrapped around it. Good. And to the Americans, they're sending a fucking undead army. Fuck you. What's your bias? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think it was kind of a failure on that. The, the Russian one, though, looked really nice. Like St. Petersburg Square, you've got um, the red um, fucking... I was about to say Red Keep. The Red Fort, whatever it's called. It uh, looks really beautiful. Mm. Yeah, that, that whole segment was really nice. It had a proper, like, cobblestone flooring to it. Nice open squares occasionally. Uh, it was just yeah, pretty good. The residential area was just a sort of rip-off from um, Dawn of the Dead and not really utilised well, the suburban environment. Talk about a fun uh, combat point in. Uh, but yeah, anyway, we get Ada Wong comes in to rescue Alice. Um, then we get... You see, this is where, when I said earlier, I think it's more the director than the actual actors that are fucking it up. Because you have uh, Jill, who was fine in the second film. I don't think she was exceptional, but yeah, it's okay. And she sounds so fucking tired. She has an intonation like there's a fucking metronome between each word. It's like there's um. I I don't know. I don't. Uh, I think that's directing just because, like like you said, she wasn't too bad in two reference, but yeah, she wasn't that bad in two, and. Yeah, I think W.S. Anderson was like, oh, because you've got this thing on your chest, you need to be, like, robotic. Which, yeah. And I think that genuinely is what his, like, fucking stage direction might no, be. No, I, I think it's like. entirely down to him. I'd blame him. She sounds like shit through this film. I mean, there's a one line I'll put down in particular where she goes, we have a traitor. And then a pause for, like, fucking 30 minutes in this facility. She sounds like someone with major <laughs> fucking autistic problems with a massive speech impediment. She has to, like, say each word so fucking severely. 
so uh, quick apologies before we continue on. We had a couple technical difficulties on one of our sides. I'm not going to say who had the technical difficulties. I'm going to strongly imply it through my tone and general annoyance. <coughs> I wasn't naming names. I was being nice. I was, I was letting the audience <laughs> decide. Letting the audience decide who they think is less competent in this motion. Uh, so like, if we go over some old ground, I should have my editing hat on for this and be able to mess with it a bit. If the volume kind of goes up ever so slightly, uh, some apologies on that. But yeah, we should be all right here. Okay, so <laughs> let's see how professional we can be. I mean, I, I was slightly annoyed by it too, Kieran. Uh, so we get all the Von Jill stuff, Ada Wong, uh, Albert Wesker. I'm trying to work out where we were. And then we kind of diverge into two paths at this point. You've got uh, Leon, Barry. I found a better way, by the way, because we've spent a few days and I came up with a little nickname for Leon during this. Uh, Ada, Ada Rong. Um, Lee Off Kennedy. No, I liked Leon Nut Kennedy. Leon Nut Kennedy's good because his middle name's Scott and it rhymes with Nut. Oh, fuck, is it? I'll tell you that. That was just a fucking shitty. I genuinely thought together. that's what you were doing. I thought, oh. He'd done something really clever there. <laughs> no. <laughs> is that is it less impressive? Or, no, it's le- far less impressive. I've just done that fucking randomly. Off the cuff. Lucky. Yeah. Oh, now that I know it's not, now I know it was random, then I give you less credit than you I gave you originally. Keep, we can keep Leon, Leon, not Kennedy. We can keep pushing on that. I'll just fucking get rid of all this, edit this out. <laughs> Make you sound so cool. <laughs> Ada wrong. I still, I still don't have anything for Barry Burton. Flummoxed on that. Oh, I think it was like Blobby Burton after the um, fucking yeah. X Men Origins shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've we've got the free testing facilities that make up the crux. There's a Berlin one as well. Which why? Who the fuck wants to see Berlin get crushed? Who are you sending that off to? I mean, I think that's Berlin before the zombie apocalypse. So, I mean, I've never been to Berlin. So if anyone's listening from Berlin and you want to like do a hate crime or something, just say the same thing about Birmingham. I won't be offended. That's why there aren't any Birmingham ones. <laughs> Too much of a fucking wasteland. No one would believe them that it'd get that fucking shitty. Birmingham wants a zombie apocalypse just so we can be like, yeah, we've had a zombie apocalypse, that's why everything's shit round here. I don't think you can make Michelle Rodriguez fucking ugly or uncharismatic enough to represent the denizens of Birmingham. The little clones storming around, just fatten them all up. Well, she's already been in a car accident. She's halfway there. <laughs> fatten them all up. Give a fucking <laughs> a couple smacks on the head with a hammer. And just make her a touch racist. That, that's the the crux. Uh, yeah, we get uh, Alice and Ada Wong going through all the testing environments to kind of recoup, re uh, group up together with the rest of them. It's always kind of funny. I find where Alice they have to go through these questions, PTA. I keep fucking saying PTA. Where, um. Paul. What's his fucking name? Paul W.S. Anderson. There we go. <laughs> Desperately trying to stick away from PTA. Where, uh, yeah, he keeps trying to answer, like, the wrong things. And I, I only see it like that fucking meme from uh, It's Always Sunny with the boards and the little post it notes everywhere. Charlie trying to put everything together. Because clearly he's, like, gone film by film and he's made the script each time. He doesn't have an idea of a start, beginning, and end. Uh, start middle yeah, I, I, the way I see uh, his 
script writing for this is like he has a vague recollection of what happened in the last film and he's like well let's do a twist where it, like they he they obviously killed Wesker in the last one but let's make him alive we won't bother explaining it and he's the good guy in this one yeah and then they instantly revert back to oh he was a good one he was a good guy in the last film so let's let's make him a bad guy again and shit ourselves trying to explain that in the retcon. You don't have a feeling why that is. Just in the sixth film um, the Red Queen's played by uh, his daughter, Eva Anderson. I, I th- yeah, and he doesn't want to make her look like a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's genuinely it. He doesn't want to cast her in as a villain. I wouldn't want my wife to shoot my baby child in the face, so let's do it to Wesker instead. I'd love that. I mean, I've seen parents with their fucking kids. Very... Yeah, it'd be very cathartic for the mum and dad, but... Going through a fucking supermarket as they're just shouting, screaming, grabbing stuff like fucking little, well, children. Just, just being able to shoot them outside of this. You've heard of um, oh, where uh, mothers try to strangle their fucking kids post-mortem depression? Yeah. Maybe we should do that Post-na- instead. Get fucking like... Post-natal depression. Post-mortem depression is they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, it comes in two for two once you kill the kid. I, I mean, on. yeah, I suppose. Post-mortem and then post- <laughs> post-natal depression as well. Fuck me. I mean, yeah, anyway, um, Alice's questions that she asked, it, it feels like Paul D.B. Sanderson feels he's a lot smarter than he is. He comes up with just random shit to shove in there. She can't believe it's simulating all that. She keeps asking questions like, how do you make the clouds? How do you make the sky? It's not that fucking difficult. Yeah, this this being from a woman who knows that they've genetically engineered super soldiers. They've made them look ugly as fuck, so the, the nemesis is a thing. But she is also a superhuman fucking thing. And she's like, TV screens that, that show nighttime lights? Just had a thought. That's crazy. If, if Umbrella didn't have the tech for that, all they can do is cloning and they've just got... Thousands of Michelle Rodriguez is like upside down, hanging like fucking vampire bats with her black hair, just creating the night sky. <laughs> they just have a spitting in various areas just to create the rain. Just thousands, yeah. hundreds of thousands of they've, them spitting. They've got out. hundreds of them with like flashlights to 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 simulate the the stars, and then occasionally they'll just spit on people <laughs> as they go past. Oh god. I'm sure she'd have believed it then. Should have had a crux of the issue, had a head around it. Uh, but obviously, you know, none of none of this has been true for the rest of the series, which is really why he has to explain it all because it makes no sense in the actual, um, you know, overview of what's happened so far. Where Umbrella is this uh, conglomerate that's created everything in a house. You know, nine out of ten fucking items now in a household they make. Uh, they make diseases, bioweapons, they also make medical stuff, they make phones, they make computers, probably make your fucking dildo. They make just everything at this point. In, in I think it's maybe uh, two when they're showing fucking, they've got like the, the fake advert that they do when they try to make like a fucking discount shit company for these fucking TV shows or films. It, they've got, it, they've got like, they, they make TVs and fucking shit like that and stereos and blah 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 where in the games it's literally we are a pharmaceutical company and we fucked up by uh creating this well they tried to make um 
an immortality drug. I mean, technically they succeeded because if you're undead, you can't exactly, you know, die or get diseases and shit. So, go Umbrella. I mean, but, they're a bit late. The sharp fucking stick beat them to it about a million years yeah. back. I mean, this miracle drug will only make you bleed from your eyes for about half an hour and then you technically are flatlining, but you get back up after after about 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, the company you've got now, I think it's more in line with the sick film where they were just creating drugs and they made the T-virus to stop Benjamin fucking reverse button style. Yeah, they tried to stop his daughter from fucking aging or some shit. I can only imagine like having a conversation with someone about these films when they've only seen the first couple, and them going, "Oh yeah, with um, James, the uh, Doctor, correct?" And they go, "Yeah, yeah, the guy in the wheelchair." No, no, not that one. No, no, the one who's actually standing, as you find out, and his daughter was rapidly aging. Thought she had a heart condition. No, no, no. <laughs> It'd be fucking chaos. <laughs> oh god! Like, the, the the thing we had at the start of this. The, uh, the girl we had going through the whole Alice monologue. It, it is that. There are that many fucking contradictions. Yeah, we can make a fucking Watch Mojo video out of this. Top ten fucking contradictions. If, if, we t- if we talked about all the contradictions, we'd still be talking about most of the first like, And ironically, the first probably films. contradict ourselves several yeah. times during that. I'm sure they'll release a new one at some point, And that'll just add to the fucking confusion. I fucking hope they don't, because I'd have to watch that. <laughs> I'm a fan of Resident Evil, and if they fuck it up and make another one, and I'll be like, well, I'm obligated now. you got the series coming out. You know, um, Lance Reddick playing uh, Albert Wesker. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even know about that. Like, I I heard that he was going to be Wesker, but I, th- I heard it was for the film that was coming out, or had to come out, the newest one. Oh, yeah, they got the guy from um, the Ellen... Oh, no, sorry, not Ellen... Change now, actually, Ellen Page. Um, Elliot Page, I think, now. Uh, they got that guy to play um, Wesker. Oh, yeah, they they got uh, from the Un- Umbrella Academy, the yeah, yeah. guy with the eight body, yeah. They could have probably kept that, to be fair, given... Uh... To be fair, he was also in Doctor Who, I knew that. He He's the guy that's watching porn when the Doctor goes in for the foot. The 11th <laughs> Doctor goes in and he's like, change your, delete your search history, Jeff. Or whatever the fuck his name was in that. But why does he need porn? He's fucking jacked. Save some porn for the rest. You can actually He's get girls. He's relatively handsome as go well. Out, yeah, yeah, go out and get girls, mate. Get the real fucking thing. Even with a eight body, I'm sure you can find someone. To be fair, he did live with his nan as well, so that's probably even worse. You know where gorillas have the smallest dicks in the ape world, like compared to body mass, absolutely tiny. The mother why. Like, I'm just saying that that's a uh, that's the end of the conversation. That that's all oh, I need. Right. They've just got tiny fucking penises. It, it's like <laughs> two, three inches long. Absolutely fucking minuscule. Well, that that will make me feel better when I sexually disappoint a woman. I, it, it's like <laughs> less red rocket, more fucking red, like toy rocket in the bathtub kind of thing. It's fucking tiny. Uh, yeah, with all that, we've now got kind of a setup where we've got. Few people going through the motions, going through the different areas, settings. Which again, why do they exist? What's the point? And then you've got Leon and Barry trying to meet up, come through after fucking reams of exposition. Jesus. Yeah. So after after Alice has done her stupid fucking talk about what what is a TV? Why is it showing shiny pictures on them? Um, 
it switches to Barry and Alan. Uh, Barry and Jesus, wow, Barry and Leon, uh, running through just basically fucking shooting shitloads of Michelle Rodriguez's, <laughs> and going through the motions. Um, <clears throat> uh, the dead, dead snow esque for um, Larry, uh, Leon and Barry. Let's say Larry. Might as fucking well be. I keep on trying to do it as well. I'm like, I know these characters' names. Like, I don't really. Fucking yeah. fake Leon. Fake Barry. They're, yeah, they're basically just a massive ripoff of Dead Snow. Down to like the um, cap on top of the main Herzog-esque zombie with a like, fucking trench coat. The kind of fucking look that you'd expect like a kid going in to see his fucking mate telling him not to come into school the next day. That kind of fucking look. And the rest of them, you know, zombies with little like, hats and fucking belted up. It's all Russian, which is a bit weird. <laughs> Expect not to invade Russia with the fucking Russians, but... Also, um, they, they said something about having 50 basic models. And presumably the zombies are made from the basic models, right? Sure. Yeah. I assume there's, there's like, one generic zombie that's been placed into this fucking test chamber or this biodome or whatever the fuck we want to call it. And then... They start biting people around, but there is definitely more than fifty people in that biodome. So there's gotta be some duplicates here and there. Yeah, dupes in there that are walking past each other. Like I've seen you before. (laughs) Well, I mean, you don't see uh, Rodriguez. You don't see um, O'Hare, O'Dare, the fucking guy from the Mummy. You don't see uh, Alice at any point. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Colin Salmon. You don't see at all. So that's... Oh, you don't see little girls going around dressed up as fucking zombie Nazi armies shooting yeah. at people. And presumably there are other children within that. So that already knocks like a shitload of your clones down. You also don't see any Japanese within that like little Russian army. So immediately you've got like fucking six models left, presumably, that they're using. Unless, and this is my favourite idea of the whole thing, they just get Michelle Rodriguez to play every fucking zombie still. They're just like <laughs> Mickey Rooney style, blacker off, <laughs> fucking give her slanty eyes each time, tape down her tits, and just have her on stilts. She just plays everyone. Oh, yeah. We want to make you shorter, so we're just going to like file down your feet, all right? Uh, she just goes on two knees, just shuffling about. That that girl, if you look closer, that's, that's Rodriguez. Fucking the most talented character actor of all time. All makes sense now. Jesus, it's like a fucking... What was it, Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor, where they were all played by Eddie Murphy? Yeah, where he's sitting around at the table talking to himself. Yeah, yeah. that shit. That mm-hmm. awkward shit just... <laughs> it's better done just as badly. <laughs> I, mean, the, um, I mean, the fights are a bit tedious, to be honest. The, I don't know, the Nazi zombies. I, I think the problem comes because I know who's going to die and kind of when. It's all uh, script. I mean, obviously it's scripted, but it, it's... I'm trying to think of the fucking term now. Y- you can tell. When it's coming up, it's all kind of sequenced out, and you can see that, oh, yeah, this guy suddenly ran out of ammo. They're coming in with a chainsaw. Are they going to kill Barry? Clearly not, because it's not set up yeah. for that. They're going to kill this random fucking nobody. To be fair, a lot. I, I think they've put Barry and Leon in, uh, in these films literally just to fucking, like, suck the dick of fan service and just be like, oh, look, these are the characters that you know and love from the games, but we're gonna fuck them up until you hate them, at least in the films, and they have no literal 
reason for being here or no, they don't impact the film in any fucking way. Um, literally anything that they do, Alice could do on her own. Because, you know, she's Mary Sue. She could fight fucking, like, 50 zombies. 50 Russian or Nazi zombies or whatever the fuck they were on their on her own. I don't know why they bother, to be honest, because they're going to watch it anyway. That's your core audience. When it, well, no, it isn't, because they make, like, 300 fucking million off this thing. So they're, they're looking for the general audiences, in which case you don't really give a shit about the original guys. Yeah, exactly. At this point, I think you've done enough harm that you don't need to bring the rest of the... don't have to spoil the rest of the games. Yeah. But apparently they do. So, yeah, we have uh, those guys dealing with all that shit. There's a load of really massive, like, major continuity errors during all this as well. The The biggest one I saw was, um, as I said earlier, <clears throat> during the whole shower thing in the fourth bit with the car where they're shooting out the back and then cut while Michelle Rodriguez... Uh, not Michelle, fucking... Great. While well, Alice is speaking, they're then staring straight forward rather than shooting out the back. It's just fucking basic, feel like film student level things that shouldn't be in something this big a budget. Yeah, scripts. Uh, if I should have that immediately, but I don't know. I don't know why he seems to do it as well. But for some reason, he thinks that if, say, if you've got two groups of people, one group is like completely on the opposite end of fuck knows where and another group is on the complete opposite side they both have to be fighting at the same time because when this fight scene's going on when Barry and Leon and fucking all that shit they're, they're fighting their fucking zombies Alice and Ada are fighting the two fuck off dudes with the axes at this point I think the, the axes with the fucking barbed wire wrapped around it because that's gonna hurt more I love how that's standard issue. It's fucking ridiculous. The umbrella have clearly got fucking Michelle Rodriguez blacksmiths creating yeah. these fucking things to hand out. Like, like, uh, like, like he keeps saying, like they must have like a Michelle Rodriguez for every kind of fucking role that they need. Like, oh, you're gonna be a chemist because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Apparently, so you're gonna, you're gonna do. We're gonna t- train you. Or get someone to train you to be a chemist. We're going to get someone to train you to be a blacksmith. We're going to get someone to train you to be this. And you're just going to sweep up after we've fucking bombed everyone that's inside the biodomes. After everyone's dead. The thousands of janitors they fucking kill after all this. Yeah. As I said, it's like the Star Wars thing that they say in Clerks. The whole in the sixth Star Wars film. There's a shitload of contractors, plumbers and stuff working on that. You don't see them guys dying, but clearly so much maintenance has to go into this. Like people running around fucking killing zombies and stuff. Yeah, it, it's always impeccably clean and you like I've worked in an office and I've worked in I've worked in a shitload of other places. I know for a fact no none none of those motherfuckers clean up after themselves. You should have seen at the end, like with the with the ice down where you see the uh, mecha liquor come up and yeah. like scratch on the surface just thousands of Michelle Rodriguez is slamming against the ice <laughs> at the bottom. Like um the fucking oh you know the the marsh in Lord of the Rings with all the dead like just beneath yeah. the water surface, just hundreds of them. Yeah, but but then you'd have it'll get confusing to figure out which Michelle Rodriguez fell through the ice and which one was already under the ice. <laughs> Would anyone I think care? That's, yeah, I, to be fair I wouldn't. Even better having the zombies. And just Michelle Rodriguez killing Michelle Rodriguez, yeah. just fucking fouls. I don't have anything against her. 
I want to put that on the record. I like her as an actress. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think I think that we we came up with a funny idea of Michelle Rodriguez pay, playing everyone yeah. in this film. So she plays as Leon, but she's got a little wig, wig on. on, um, and she's wearing like the male clothing. Uh, she plays Barry Burton. She plays Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, she plays. Alice, she plays Jill. I'd like to see her play Wesker. There you go. <laughs> and you tell me if she'd be worse than the fucking guy they got anyway. Oh no, that she'd absolutely be better than the. Uh, oh, hold on, Sean Roberts. She couldn't be and... worse. <laughs> couldn't possibly be fucking worse. She'd be better than the child actress as well. Who I want to reiterate again is god awful. Oh yeah, the deaf one. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. like pseudo new. Who can't act for shit. It's, again, she was the best of the lot. Dear gods. Yeah, but we're also talking... She's the best of the lot, but we're also talking about it's Paul W.S. Anderson and his wife <laughs> that have picked them and they did these films, so... You can't really say that they're good judgments of character, so... Uh, so, yeah, we get the Mecha Licker as well. Giant Licker. Not much to it beyond that. wasn't really utilised. I feel like there are some deleted scenes somewhere where it really gets a shine in. Because it just got kind of bitch slapped every time it came on screen. It killed one guy with a map. And then each time Alice just kicked the shit out of it. Every time. Yeah, just... but that's, that's just what Alice does. She is human right now. Canonically. Um, yeah, but she's in a leather jumpsuit. Thank you. I suppose it depends on whether you're going by six is canon or whether you're going by this one. I think she's still human. No, she's still human in six because they retro, retroactively yeah. cancel out she's the still, whole. She's still technically human in this. Uh, uh, Albert Wesker was like, I'm going to take your superpowers away to kill you in number four. Then I'm going to go, oh shit, I wish I let you keep those superpowers to let you help me fight the Red Queen in five. And then go, oh no, yeah, it was a good idea. I did actually do that because, um, yeah, he, he, number six, I want to kill you again. I think they explained that he didn't actually give her powers back. It was all a trick. Which again, if you want to kill her, just inject her with like poison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got close enough to get uh, touch her with a needle. Just just make it like rat poison or acid or and something. He had three weeks. I mean, we have established now that Wesker's the. Biggest fucking retard in this whole corporation. It's just brain dead. That, that's impressive for this fucking thing. Um, actually, no, slightly less brain dead than people who keep wearing helmets, which are fucking bullet magnets, and yeah. more of them die. <laughs> yeah, everyone that wears a helmet in these films die. So if you want to survive a zombie apocalypse, apparently, don't wear a helmet because that way you'll survive. A uh, quick element of praise if we go through, to be fair. Uh, the gun noises, really good, really solid. Barry's gun, it's got a lot of weight to it, uh, a lot of uh, tone to it. It's kind of deep, heavy, really pounds away. You can feel your arm kind of being pressed back by the ricochet. And he probably does like fire it up and you can see his hand going up. It's quite nice. Uh, Leon's is a bit like fucking pea shooter. Pew, pew, kind of thing, like a fucking Nerf gun. To, to, to be fair, that, that, that coincides with the games as well. Um... No, the comparison's nice. That you've got a yeah. differentiation between the two. I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad about it. His his gun does sound about right. The gun noises in all of these are pretty decent. I don't, I didn't have a look at many of the designs physically, but I think it's all 
okay. The only thing that annoyed me was the submachine guns seemed to have unlimited fucking ammo to them. Yeah, no one, no one's done the John Wick thing of counting bullets yet, but we imagine that these guys would fuck it up. Whenever you reload coolly, you know, that adds um, unlimited ammo to the gun until you yeah. have to reload in a cool way again. Yeah, probably throwing the fucking magazine up and slamming the gun into the mag while it's in midair. Well, like Barry's that's death. Realistic. So, well, what what do you actually think of Barry's death? Um, fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he was running out of bullets because we we all know that they have the infinity symbol etched onto the side of their guns, so <laughs> gives them infinite ammo, right? I am going by like Metal Gear Solid r- rules, so. Well, you know your sidearm you've got limited ammo from. When he runs out yeah. of his main gun, he, he goes to the sidearm, and that's that's fine. That's every every video game has that. He knew he was going to die, though, that they were going to shoot him. You could see as he kind of put out a cigar. So yeah. why didn't he just stay behind cover and shoot them? Because presumably they're going to shoot Ada. As soon as Umbrella are like, hey, come out with your hands up. We promise we won't kill you. You know for a fact they're going to be like, they're going to fucking shoot me as soon as I put my hands in the air. Yeah, and uh, he was like, "Okay, I guess I'll trust this corporate corporation that's killed literally everyone else. Let's do it." And then he has a shitty stump of a cigar in his mouth. Um, gets shot, falls to the ground, but he does it in a way that he's like, "Oops, I accidentally threw my revolver into the sky." Whoopsie Daisy falls to the ground. Watches it fall to his face. Proceeds to just shoot one of them. Yeah. Literally step, like, one, actually. He shoots sits one. Sits up, catches the revolver, shoots one. Um, uh, it, it, Yeah, he shoots one, the character, and then proceeds to get lit shot. up with bullets again. After like another like 20 seconds, <laughs> waiting there just with the gun, yeah. shoots one, and then everyone I stares awkwardly. Then he's shot. I don't know if it's them trying to simulate that he's done it in slow motion or if they're just like, oh, it took us a while for us to react to that gunshot, so let's just pepper him with our bullets now. I genuinely don't know. He could have shot a few more people, though. I mean, the flood comes in after and kills a couple of the others. I'd have preferred it if there was like a kind of V for Vendetta thing, just a slow-mo bang, 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 just taking as many people out as possible, then getting shot. Yeah, do do the whole... uh... Like country and western thing where you fan the hammer, yeah, that that would have been cool. But yeah. no, it was just like I'll kill that one, that what, and it seemed to be a like I don't want to. It, he it, he was the only black person standing there. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I did. <laughs> and what is a guy in a red jacket smoking cigars with a big gun? Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a chance. There was a there was a Michelle Rodriguez sitting right there, and he was like, "Nah." I mean, that's one of fucking millions. Exactly. There's no point even trying to put a dent into that fucking or, clone hide. You know, mind. the woman with a giant spider on her chest. It's almost like a target at that point. But he was like, "Nah, large black man, be fine." Although, to be fair, I don't think what's his name Salmon. Yeah, Colin Salmon. Colin Sam, I don't think he turns up in the next one, so it might have been a choice where he was like, just kill me off as soon as you can, please, because I don't want to be in this. <laughs> Who did turn up in the fucking sick one? No one was in the sick one. Everyone pissed off. Um, 
one thing I completely forgot to mention when we recorded this the last time, obviously now we get the explosion, the whole facility goes under, and we have some people going up the lift. Mm-hmm. And some others, yeah, the Jill and um, Michelle, they go for, I presume, a nuclear submarine. Because that's the only other way to survive, and they say it's a sub base. It's they must be very fucking quick getting into that sub because the water comes in like seconds after they've left. I tell you what, I tell you what's happened is uh, the water started to come in, and they've both got their surfboards out and they've rolled the wave to the submarine. <laughs> they've rolled the wave to the submarine, hit the front door, and they're like, "Right, we're safe, we're good." And then they've floated back up to the surface. Happened to be a California surfer, Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, had. obviously. And God, Jill, Jill's lucky. obviously just like a fucking gymnast, apparently. So. Yeah, Jill's. I don't know what this spider canonically does. It make you like superhuman? Does it give no. you like speedy powers? No, it just takes over your fucking mind. I I genuinely don't know what like even in the games it's not explained or anything. Like she she does flippy shit after she has the chest thing, but after they take it off, she's not like oh I'm gonna fucking flip and like fucking triple somersault drop kick people. She's just like, oh, I'm just going to get the scorpion and shoot people, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, um, we're about an hour in, hour and five minutes roughly, it's about an hour and 35 in the actual film. I, I did kind of look because I thought, oh, it's obviously coming to an end. I thought well, that might be 10 minutes left, you know, a little fight scene a la the end of the second film or the end mm-hmm. of the third film with Isaacs. No, there's about 30 minutes left. And there I was in my head going, well, they clearly can't have a 30 minute fucking fight sequence. That would be overindulgent to ridiculous levels that they do they fucking manage it somehow oh it goes on and on and on yeah th- this fight scene takes a fucking long time so it they split it off like oh right there's uh so there's ada um sorry team one is ada alice leon and um uh, luce luce lucifer lucius Lucius, fucking whoever, maybe. whoever guy who gets his fucking heart stopped during this fight anyway, so yeah. I don't have to remember his name. So uh, and and on the other team, it's just Jill and Michelle Rodriguez. I I think her name is Rain, but I'm gonna just say Michelle Rodriguez. Um, so it's literally a four v two, and the two uh, for pretty much like fifteen minutes of this fight are kicking the four people's ass. Um. It's Michelle Rodriguez versus Leon and Lucius or Lucifer. What fucking <laughs> basic, ba- basketball player? Yeah, yeah basketball Louis. Play- Louis. <clears throat> Lou. Um, and Ada and uh, Alice fighting Jill. You know, you know what this feels like? Where Jill's kicking Alice's ass. Mm. It, it feels like narrative dissonance. Like you know, you get in video games uh, a cutscene where your character gets this like the shit kicked out of them by the main villain, and then in the actual gameplay, you can kick his ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that kind of thing. In the cutscene, they are much harder than they are in the actual gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels like that kind of thing, as they push through. I mean, a couple like highlights that I did really like. Um, Michelle Rodriguez gets shot because she puts in the Las um, Plagia virus, Las Plagas. Yeah, the... Las Plagas. From what, what I've been told, it doesn't affect them that way. Yeah, it, it takes... 
Like, in the game, it takes hours for the Lost Plagas to infect people. But apparently in this, it's like fucking the instant that it happens is fucking right. I did some looking into it. There's a guy on um, Leon's team, an ex-army guy who gets infected, I think, and tries to kill Ada. Am I just messing up the storyline completely? Because I know they they fly to like a Spanish island, and there's this uh, big priest and shit. There's the little guy, little fucking midget sidekick. Oh, mascot. Are you talking about the game at this point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Leon's um, got uh, an ex-squaddy that goes nuts and tries to kill Ada at some point. Um, Kurt? I can't fucking remember the name, to be fair. But there's someone... Krauser. Cr- Krauser, yeah, it was in Krauser. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, So he's a bad guy anyway. He's on Ada's side. And then because he finds out that Ada's been helping Leon, he's just like, well, fuck you. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, right, but he, d- he isn't. He isn't... He hasn't got the Lust Plagas. He's got a t- like a variant of the T-virus or the G-virus, maybe? The G-virus? Yeah. What? <laughs> How many of these fucking uh, things are there? There's, there's T and G, I think. Um, T virus is like zombies, and G hmm. virus was like um, the uh, I've forgotten the character's name. Give me a second. William Birkin. That's like his. Uh, oh, so the guy, the, the eyeball. Yeah, the giant eyeball on the shoulder. That was. Uh, that's the G virus. Okay, fair enough. The Lost Plaga doesn't do any of this shit. doesn't let you fucking, and I hate it. It puts my teeth on edge where she uh, gets her bullets go through the fingertips. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Fight, oh, fuck, I can't stand I know you're the yeah. same with the eyes. You went yeah, over with the... eyes freak me out. I think it is from... I think it is literally from Resident Evil, though, to be fair, because <laughs> obviously when you're fighting it in the games... In the more recent games, it's like, oh, I'm gonna stab it in the giant eye that's on its fucking shoulder. Or I'm gonna <laughs> fuck. It. You have to shoot it in that, and I'm like, uh, uh. they freak me out. Like anything that goes towards an eye or fucking. I mean, uh, a couple other things than that. The spider things are still ridiculously easy to remove. They're so fucking shit. I'm presuming there's like a quick time event or something where you remove it from Jill in the fifth game. There's like a, a battle you have to have with her. No, and it's... That, is, that isn't a quick time event. That is, that took fucking 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> They're the fucking hardest thing to pull off in the game. But in this, it's like, oh no, yeah, just like do a fucking finger flick and it'll fall off. <laughs> just fucking blow on it. Yeah. And it's a vague direction. In in the game, it it takes like fifteen twenty minutes just for you to and you fucking you're constantly hitting a one button on your control pad for about fifteen minutes trying to fucking take this spider thing off a chest. Oh yeah. Uh, at, at the same time, you have Rodriguez just going around turning people's hearts off, which for Alice for some reason doesn't work, even though she's human at the moment. Uh, for fucking Louis, it does. He drops down dead. So that's a I think free for free. Alice, uh, love interests, dying. She had. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's just a thing for um, W.S. Anderson where he's just like, oh yeah, my wife's heart, she could pick up any dude that she wants, but I'll kill him. I will kill him. Yeah, and she could. It, it is Mila Jovovich. I mean, for some reason she's settled with Paul W.S. Anderson who releases this shit, which does imply strongly otherwise. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm not sure how she's doing. I think I could, I could be uh, a better prospect than Paul W.S. 
Yeah, you've made a film and it was actually better than this. So there you go. What a zombie film? Yeah. Fucking, if that's a standard. I suppose Zack Snyder. <laughs> I could compete with Zack Snyder. I could tell that. Or uh, the fucking fetid corpse of George Romero. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the fight goes on far too long. I still think it's kind of cool. I, I'm enjoying myself still during all this. Um, the Nazi zombies, yeah, they're, they're kind of fun. It's always you know, chainsaws coming out. It's a bit monotonous occasionally, but yeah, it's it's still a fun set piece that they've came up with. I think in a better film, I know you used to keep saying that like, if it didn't have the Resident Evil title attached to it, but the yeah. idea of, of going through different bio zones, biodomes, and you know, getting having different threats along the way, having to deal with all this, it, I suppose it's kind of like a um, a smaller uh, scientific, dense version of someone doing worldly travels, like a the second John Wick film where he goes from place to place or the third one. You know what I've only just realised though? What? So we did a film um, or we did a commentary on a film called oh what the fuck was it? Uh, uh, Escape Room? Yeah. And it was pretty much biomes wasn't it Kieran? It was biodomes. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if there was I don't know zombies in that film maybe that would have made that but no. There's more Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, there you go. Yeah, put Michelle Rodriguez in the next one. Don't make a next one. I ain't watching. <laughs> uh, so, at the far end, uh, they all get whisked off as Michelle's ripped apart, presumably for an eternity, because the Lost Blood just keeps her alive. Yeah, so the, the way that they kill the super being, they've managed to fucking knock Jill out and take the spider thing off. Michelle Rodriguez has ejected bullets from her fingertips because apparently that's that's all the, what the cool kids do. She gets shot in the chest and she's like, I'm going to make these go back through my hands. Um, and then just because they're like, oh, well, it's a waste of bullets to just keep shooting her because she'll just eject them from her fingertips again. I guess we'll shoot the ice that's under her feet and she falls through the ice. And I can't tell if she can drown or not because i mean technically she's like like an immortal super being at this point yeah pretty much and everything that bites her would just be like oh i healed from it she doesn't gasp her air and she keeps healing away so i'm presuming that she's just constantly being eaten until obviously the t-virus gets um destroyed and she's killed by the sick film but that's horrific or is it an immortal Michelle Rodriguez fighting <laughs> underwater zombies. Would that be a better film? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just her her fighting a horde of un- underwater zombies. Until she can get back to the surface. I'm kind of annoyed they didn't make more use of the liquor at the end. They kind of cock-teased it under the ice and then left it on ice. Just ignored it, which... So that would have been a cool fucking death if it had just jumped out of the water like a fucking seal to grab um, the fish in a trainer's hand that just ate her and jumped back in the water. <laughs> fucking. I was going to say, I can't, I can't remember how she died in the first one. I know she got bit like fucking 72 times in the first one. and then... She got shot in the head. She turned into a zombie shot oh, in the head. Oh, yeah. She did the whole um, neck cricking. Oh, and then her body hit a fucking escape button and that's where the fucking... Liquor fell through the floor or something, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. more or less. 
for some reason, I was like, doesn't she have like a history with liquors? And that I guess that was it. Uh, so with all this, yeah, they arrive at Washington D.C. Meet up with Wesker. They've they've got a kind of nice little detail where the um, Oval Office in Washington, the uh, tapestry on the bottom that's usually an eagle holding uh, an olive branch, kind of piece for the U.S. Bit fucking ironic, but I uh, has now got arrows around it. 13 arrows to indicate war, which I can only presume. I mean, how Wesker found a tapestry embroiderer in this, unless he went down to a medieval times or happened to find, like, Michelle Rodriguez number 1006, the tapestry embroiderer one, if they run out <laughs> of fucking jobs for all of them, just to deal with this stuff. Uh, Wesker offers to team up to take down the Red Queen, gives Alice her powers back, uh, and are you ready, uh, Steph, for a fun adventure with Wesker and Alice and all her friends with Alice's psychic powers to take down the immortal Terminator-style Red Queen. You, you ready for that? Uh, no, because Wesker's part of that crew. Yeah, because it's never going to fucking happen. It's immediately all retcon, literally all that of it. Too. <laughs> yeah, I think they would... I think... Mm, I don't know if at the end of this film they should have just gotten... Okay, so we wanted to put that bit in as like a a good conclusion but everyone just forget like have one of those um men in black uh phase things that erases your memory before the next film comes out and just forget that last what, bit neuralizers yeah there we go neuralizer i see it just more as like um, a video game ending like true ending and the not true ending they've just gone through the fucking side mission and unlocked the final chapter the true way of pushing through it, like um, the the tofu man in the uh, the second game. Yeah, tofu. Tofu. <laughs> that's what they did. They then locked the fucking secret tofu chapter. Push through. I think that's the only character they got left actually to shove in these films now. I don't know. Someone probably eats sushi at some point, and they're like, "Oh, tofu's my favorite." I suppose you got the the guy from Code Veronica. It would fit fucking perfectly in these. Oh yeah, the, the annoying prick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. The, the helicopter pilot who worked for Umbrella. Oh no, he's a fucking dick. Brad. Brad is going to fuck I, I, himself. No, I, I've like, watched vague parts of it. I know the just, the gist. Like I said, I know the fucking backstory of like the, the 13th person on the fucking stars. Per, like, the fucking sh- stupid shit. Which will come in handy when we uh, do the CGI. Well, no, really it'll never come in handy and you've wasted most of your life. But it'll, we can pretend it comes in handy when we do all the CGI films, all this useless knowledge that we're both accruing and hey. wasting the limited time on this earth we that, have. That's what, that's what I'm a fan of, the useless knowledge that will get me nowhere in life. All right, it's like what I've built my life on at this point. <laughs> we're all spinning our wheels in the mud. We'll all be dead someday. What's that, the whole, um doesn't matter how much money you have when you go into the ground. It doesn't matter how much you've wasted your life when you go into the ground. Yeah. If you knew... Fucking the cure for cancer, if you knew about the fucking minor characters in Resident Evil 9. Doesn't fucking matter when you're dead. So, with that, uh, Resident yeah. Evil, the final chapter, uh, as known as the true fucking ending of the franchise, that retcons everything. Literally everything. It, it, it's insane, the number of contradictions at the start of this. Uh, cast and crew-wise, directed by fucking guess who, Paul W.S. Anderson, who... Yeah, all that fucking stuff. Uh, 
Mila Jovich as Alice, Fifth Element, Monster Hunter, all that fucking stuff. Sean Roberts comes back as Albert Wesker. Recipe for Love, Mismatched. A load of um, romance films and stuff like that. Ali Larter comes back as Claire Redfield, but she's the only one who said yes. Uh, Ian Glenn comes back as Dr. Isaacs, Game of Thrones, in Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Kick-Ass 2, uh, Jack Taylor, The Pikeman, which I found as... Um, I was trying to find stuff that he starred in, like, physically, and there's weirdly not as much as I'd expect. I know he's been in stuff that I'm forgetting. I feel he's more prevalent than I'm letting on. Um, and uh, Ewan Macken playing Dot, who's in The Cellar, which I saw uh, yesterday, actually. Wasn't, wasn't too bad. Till Death, uh, The Forest with Natalie Dormer, piece of shit. Uh, here are the young men with uh, Annatella Joy, no idea, and The Siren, which is uh, like a BDSM uh, buddy comedy with a killer siren. Go around fucking people to death. Sexy. Budget box office, 40 million budget, 312.2 million US dollars in the box office. Uh, I think this is the highest grossing, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yes, it is. And just some basic trivia on this. Uh, working on this film, about as safe as working fucking umbrella. One crew member, uh, rest in peace, Ricardo Cornelius, was fatally crushed against a wall, and a stunt actress crashed a bike, nearly dying. Uh, Mila Jovic, a stunt actress, who was then seen to by... Uh, that, the way I put that made her sound like she was fucking assassinated after. No, she was <laughs> she was looked after by Mila Jovic and Paul W.S. Anderson after the whole incident. Uh, the film is in Ricardo Cornelius's uh, honour, in his uh, name. Fucking, you poor bastard, what a legacy. Yeah. It's fucking rubbing salt in the wounds there. His family should have sued. I didn't want to say it, but... Uh, and Jill's actress was never actually asked to be in the film. Uh, I know that Lee Bing Bing. <laughs> oh, such a great <laughs> fucking name. I've not said that all day. I'm so happy. I get to do that again. If anything, having to re-record this segment, I get to say Lee Bing Bing again. <laughs> She was. Uh, she had other stuff to do, and uh, Leon, I think, was never asked either. He never commented on it. Ali Lata had to skip Heroes. So either this one or the fourth one. I think it'd be. I think it'd be this one actually, because Heroes is recent, isn't it? Roughly. So she'd have to miss. It's not two thousand and. Oh no! No, it would have been the fourth one. Which you, uh... e- either way, she probably should have stayed on Heroes. Oh, the deaf actress was too old as well. Uh, oh yeah, we've got Ava Anderson, I forgot to mention as well, who's playing uh, the Red Queen in this, because the previous one from the first film is, at this point, presumably in the late 20s, mid-20s. It's like 2002, so yeah, roughly. Uh, Ava Anderson was in Pan, the Dustin Hoffman film, back in the day. Uh, she's going to be in the new Peter Pan film as Wendy Darling, and she was in Black Widow as a young Natalie um, Romanoff. Yeah, that's his name. This is your least favourite of the lot, right? Yeah, I. to be fair, um, pretty much from three onwards, I don't like. I, I like one and two. Uh, I like one because it's a f- somewhat decent horror film, slash it's a, it, it's a good jumping off point to start a Resident Evil franchise off of. And... Two, just because it's that corny shit that you, I kind of enjoy. I don't like that it's a Resident Evil film, but the fact that Nemesis is in it, I'm like, yay! Big big guy with like machine gun and um, rocket launcher. 
but the rest I'm like, okay, I can you you cannot put the Resident Evil name in front of these films and say it's a Resident Evil film now because they're completely off brand of everything that is in Resident Evil. You know, chances are more people are aware of the films than the games at this point. This probably, by like order of popularity, no. is true Resident Evil. No. You don't think? No. Cause... 300 million. The general, I bet you the general public, <clears throat> if you ask them in the street, can you name your Resident Evil character? I don't know. I don't know anymore because the remake... The the remake of two and well the remake of two has brought a lot of people into it yeah and like uh, seven eight people have come back into it because of that but it might be a big toss up maybe it's just my like fucking blinder bias kind of thing that I'm just like no it absolutely is not because these films were shit and they represent nothing from Resident Evil but it it might possibly be the case. I should say you asked me. You asked me to name a Resident Evil character. Alice does come on that list like fairly shortly in after yeah, but... you go through Leon, Chris, Albert. Have you ever played any of Resident Evils? Then no, not a single one. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I, I suppose I was going to say like maybe some of the old generation probably would be like, oh yeah, it could go either way for the older generation, but possibly the newer generation they'd probably be like, oh yeah, probably the films, but. I bet you what would happen, they'd say, um, like, Jack, uh, Miranda, um, those, those fucking people, the big step-on-me-mommy-dommy vampire. Yeah. And Alice, and Alice. Bet you any money that she comes before a lot of the side characters in the first few games. I suppose you've got the remakes now, actually. The remake yeah. of 2 and 3. That kind of does fall a little bit. Yeah, this one, we, we went through the contradictions at the start, well, we didn't, but uh, Ronnie did. At the start of all this, this is really where the, the crux of the problems of the story comes in, where his sporadic, schizophrenic writing really comes to bear. Where the non-wheelchair band Marcus, all this fucking shit. It, it's ridiculous. Why, why couldn't have just continued it on? It was kind of a cool idea, setting up Alice with Albert Wesker, something we hadn't really seen before, but hey, he has to do his own thing. Yeah, uh, I, I genuinely, like, the, the fact that they're, uh, on the last film, they're like, all right, so we know you've been paying attention to the last five films that we've brought out, but just in case you weren't, and just in case that you were, none of the last five films mattered, and this is basically what's happened. And it just doesn't make sense. Like, if you're gonna, it might as well have just been a separate film and just be like, oh, it's loosely connected. Like the same people are playing the same people that they were in the last films, but. Don't take any of the lore from the last ones. We'll just give you a brief summary and just run along. I saw that they're trying to connect it is the problem. If they did go from like an episodic, just one-to-one um, kind of American horror story style and just change it up each film, I'll be okay with that. If they just have the same characters shown in different situations, but they're trying to match it up and the contradictions then are just more prevalent, more obvious. Um, at the very least... The CGI in this one, the strong points have really strengthened. I think that's, yeah, that's the problem, really. It's just the, the weak points and the strong points are um, highlighted far more than they are in the previous. Because this has probably the best visuals, best imagery in the at least four, five, six. Uh, it, it still overindulges in the fights and stuff. 
So obviously Washington's been blown up, been destroyed, which we don't see, because that's not fun watching giant monuments get destroyed by zombies and sieges by massive monsters. That's uh, that's really boring. And we get instead like a 10 minute sequence with a fucking, what is it, a bird, a, a pterodactyl, pretty much a pterodactyl chasing after a zombie dactyl. Oh, the 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 giant bat. Yeah, that that was in literally everything that they seem to take is from the games, and they they pick at random. So this is from the giant bat thing is from Resi Five, and they pick at random because they're just showing like images to W. S. Anderson saying which one do you want us to use? Yeah, what do I these, to go these for? are these are the monsters that you can pick from the games. Well, that just looks like a tall man. Mister X just looks like a tall man. Let's not pick him. Ooh, that looks cool. It's a giant mutated bat. That'll do. A dog with look, what looks like cooked bacon on his back. That, that How did the fine. dogs get fucking worse? The, do you remember the dogs in the first one? They looked amazing. Yeah, the dogs in the first and second one looked really good. and Now they look like rotten they, roast beef. It looks like they've just got like plastic suits that look like they're charred. And they've gone, <laughs> yeah, that'll do. They look like, you know when you go for like a game of World of Warcraft, an RPG, and you pick up rotten meat when you kill a zombie? Yeah. So like, they look like that, the texture of that. Are you thinking the, of Minecraft? Know, <laughs> mine, Minecraft, they look like fucking Minecraft meat. Yeah. Monster meat. Yeah, it goes on for ten minutes, the uh, opening action scene, which is too long. It ends up getting blown up by a claymore. Uh, it, it's better, I suppose, slightly less overindulgent than the fights that go back and forth for fucking ages, but yeah, it's it's just tedious. It might be because I'm watching it twice, right? And I don't know how many times you've seen these films now. I'm presuming like four or five fucking... Uh, I think I've only ever seen this one twice. Okay. Because uh, I watched it originally and then I had to refresh myself to, like talk about it for this podcast and it, it didn't change my view on it it's still i still fucking hate it but i think it got worse for me on the rewatch yeah, the rewatchability of these is, is nothing yeah I, I i tend to find that like like you could be i like the films where i um the first time I watch them, I turn my brain off and if i ever go back to it i like to like pick up things that i might have missed on the last viewing, so like I'll turn off my brain for the first time, and then I'll I'll switch it to like if if you think of my like brain as a volume dial from one to ten, I'll put like the second time I'm watching it, I'll put it to one, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that 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 seems pretty cool. Maybe that changes like how that character in maybe that's why that in- character interacts like that and blah blah like. I do stuff like that. In this, there is literally no way for me to logically think out, oh, why would you trust fucking Albert Wesker and fucking, why would you fucking listen to anything that has the word umbrella in front of it? Like, what, just fucking... To be fair, they trip over fucking umbrella soldiers every few feet. I can only imagine it was a problem before the war started. People just, like, walking around and tripping over fucking umbrella personnel that are lying down in front of your front door. They're yeah. just everywhere in I these films. After the entire planet is dead, the only people that you are going to run into are probably Umbrella fucking operatives. But and that... the uh, Federation of Clones of Rodriguez. Oh yeah, they're... 
Nah, they're probably making up the sand at this point. They're probably like dust. Rodriguez Stan. Yeah. <laughs> they've built a democracy. Who says it's democracy? They're going um, full uh, oligarchy. <laughs> On that conflict, uh, Red Queen in this is a ally now for some reason. I suppose because they showed a footage of her dad being assassinated. Which why did they record that to begin with? Who leaked it? Yeah, I, I know like, they, they say some shit about oh I was accessing new files because they put it out here. Why have you kept that fucking saved? Why is that anywhere yeah, around here? Why? So uh, any dodgy companies that are listening to this, if you if you ever want to like message in and be like, hey, um. We're gonna have this person assassinated, or we we've done this dodgy deal, and we're gonna keep the records of it just in case we need to like show the authorities. But you're already a dodgy company, so why the fuck would you wouldn't you just go? All right, let's delete that fucking footage, or let's delete that fucking evidence that can be used against us as an entire corporation, and then we could just be like. We'll have that guy killed off on the side. Just he's done our dirty work for us. Let's just have him like stabbed in an alley and take someone take his wallet. Yeah. After them meeting up, we get our arbitrary incentive for the film, which is a forty-eight hour ticking time clock. Which, from what I could gather, is when the human civilizations are going to be killed. Like there's an assault coming or something from the armies of the undead. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to push on that. I, I really do hate. These uh, ticking time clocks, they feel like MacGuffins to push forward on. Something that I really don't care about, this incentive to yeah, push on. It, I don't know why they do it, because you know for a fact, like, everyone that's watching this film, it, it doesn't give you any tension. It doesn't, it doesn't go, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they might possibly fail this if they've only got tw- two, eight, two days to do this. Like, Everyone knows that is going to watch this film. Alice is going to do whatever she needs to get done in those 48 hours. There's no... I don't know if it's they try to ramp up the tension or something, but it just doesn't work because I'm usually like, okay, so they're going to do it. As funny as it would be if she was just still riding there on her bike and it was, oh, shit, time's up. Yeah. She gets oh, to well. the. She gets. She like if it was like an assassination of the last human civilization. She gets there. She finds Claire's dead corpse. And she's like, oh shit. If I didn't stop for that piss break, I could have got here. Yeah, I, it just doesn't mean anything. Um, in terms of other like filmmaking stuff, the sound mixing on this, it's just deafening. I know you watched it fairly quietly with subtitles and stuff. Yeah, I so... tend. I tend to. Um... I don't know if it's just like a me thing, but I tend to have fairly decent hearing, so like I tend to fucking have everything come fucking quiet anyway. Yeah, it's just that it kind of goes whispers, and then I think it's more the soundtrack than anything, the music behind it, that just jumps to these crescendos of like fucking someone pressed the Forte ACSMO key as many times as they fucking could, <laughs> broke it on the keyboard, and it, it's deafening. Just after this little whisper segment. I don't know what it is about modern films. Unable to do sound mixing. If it's just a crutch of subtitles. But for the deaf. I, I'll wake up my fucking neighbour. In one scene. And I'll have to like sit next to the fucking vibration. Of the beating speakers in the next scene. <laughs> it's really irritating. I know everyone's dealt with this shit. It's, it's easy stuff to fix. 
I know we don't always do a good job, but we don't get fucking paid for this. This is free in our spare time. If filmmakers on 40 million fucking dollars can't do it. Uh, talking about like unsatisfying, just like basics, uh, filmmaking, the colour palette in this, it's really brown. Exceptionally fucking brown. Yeah, I, I think that seems to be like a, a, a thing, because wasn't like brown their colour of choice for the fourth one as well? Uh, the fourth one, the third one, definitely. In the desert, oh, that was, that was just uh, yeah, third very one. brown. Uh, the second one was blue, which was quite nice. That has the whole kind of depression vibe going on, the melancholy. <laughs> I, I, I quite like a nice blue colour palette. It adds a bit of depth to it and the, with the night stalking and everything. But yeah, brown's so boring to watch, to look at, if everything's brown. It, it, like Fallout New Vegas, the first thing you install is a fucking colour palette changer to add a bit of colour to the world. It's oppressively brown. Or it's like shit smeared. Do you think that was W.S. Anderson trying to hint that this film's going to be shit? <laughs> you know, brown shit. Subliminally. You know what we should have done? Just put in the brown note at the start of the fucking film. Got everyone out <laughs> the screening. Stop with them. He doesn't do metaphor. He does literally bangs it on the head with a fucking nail and hammer. He should have just gone brown note all the way. That's more in style. We've already took your money. We don't need you to watch the rest of this film. <laughs> Wesker's whole thing when he's talking with Isaacs, he was meant to assassinate her in Washington, which I, I think I gathered. He's, Isaac said, oh, your whole mission into Washington was a failure then because she's still alive. So I mean, the question that comes up, why did Wesker save her? Why did he try to re-inject the, her with the T-virus again? The only way that I can... I'm giving way too much credit to W.S. Anderson here if this is what he was thinking, but because he absolutely wasn't. The only the only thing that I could think of is because he's failed so many times, they were like, you have to kill her with your own fucking hands because you're shit, Wesker. And bear it in mind, he's failed to kill her with his own hands like twice before this. Oh, he's, he's worthless. He is useless. He's been bitch slapped around by Claire Redfield. He, he shouldn't be fucking doing anything within this industry. How he got to the top is beyond me. I mean, he gets killed by a door, a fucking closing door at the end of this. A far cry from his video game counterpart. Fucking door. Who gets killed by a door and a fucking pink slip? You know, he get fired. Oh, right, yeah. And give, give him the pink slip. I thought that was for selling... Oh. Selling your car. Never mind. For sending yes. your car? Selling your car. Selling it's like saying giving the pink slip. I don't know where from. I, I think it's an American thing. It's the same like handing you the sack, taking your shit out. Selling what pink slip for selling cars? It's a fucking race thing, all right. If you you sell a you 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 wager your pink slips. All oh, right, no, no, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I thought that's what you meant, but I was like, that's, that's like a firing thing. Yeah, well, that was ground to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Isaacs comes back and said, uh, Ian Glenn's character, who's playing a fucking clone. <laughs> I forgot. He's a clone. Yeah, he's a clone. She's a clone. Everyone's a clone. And I'm not saying like the third, the third film was a clone. He was a clone as well. But there's another clone that's like the religious guy and they don't know they're clones. They think they're real. And he goes on a whole lot of ironic clones fight better when they... I never got that. The whole clones fight better when they don't think they're clones. 
I don't. If you found out you, you were a clone, would you still go? You know, I don't give a fuck about my life. I don't understand why his clone is like. Well, why? Of course, I'm the real one. I'm the one that's in the danger. That's everywhere. <laughs> you know, out living with the zombies and stuff. Yeah, that's that's what while you do, isn't it? While you're well, inside in a safe lab underground, with all the amenities of like a bed, food, water, you know, a toilet. I have to piss that's outside. It's clearly what you do. What you do when uh, you're the real CEO of a company, rather than staying underground, hidden and safe, you go out like a fucking worker drone to fight in the trenches. Yeah. And the fact that he's pissy about it at the end of it, and I'm like, just use your brain, of course you're the clone. Like, why would it be the other way around? Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking idiot during this. Uh, Alice gets captured because <laughs> I do love the, the umbrella bikes. They have like a finger lock finger mechanism where you get electrocuted if you put your cell, uh, finger on it, but the rest of their equipment doesn't. There are so many other things that they really needed that shit put on. That technology, they really fucking needed fingerprint security. But the bikes, not really one of them. Just keys would have done. Yeah. To be honest. In a zombie apocalypse, I don't think I don't think zombies are like, oh yeah, fucking I guess I'll put this key in this ignition. I think they're more likely to end up slapping something and go, Oh, my fingerprint just they're not gonna get on the fucking bike and go, Oh, let's take this bike for a ride then. Yeah, you know, Alice uh, gets shoved in, captured, finds the cult of Isaacs, who are a bit half-assed about it, to be honest. They're just chained up. Why they're chained up? Why they're in there? Yeah. Fuck knows. I don't know why they chain a possible superhuman woman that has been known to kick your ass at every fucking opportunity that you've given her. Um... Why you chain her to the back of your tank and just drive with her being chased by like 300 zombies. I get like, you're like, oh yeah, she'll eventually get tired and she'll be eaten alive and that'll be torturous and hilarious and whatever. But after a woman has absolutely destroyed you multiple times, I think a bullet in the head is the safest thing to do. And he goes on a whole, what do you know? Because she finds out about something. What do you know? Who cares? She can know all she wants, just shoot her. She knows she fucking clones. Anymore. She knows fucking clones. Too many clones. I, I, I killed you before. You know the funny I, thing I think that would, have, that would have happily yeah. fucking turned the whole thing on its head right there. If she was like, I killed you before. And he'd be like, oh. Did she kill a clone of me? I don't remember making a clone. Am I a clone? Fuck. <laughs> That, I think that would have fucking shit them up there. Do clones dream of cloned sheep? Yeah, she. I mean, she beats the shit out of them. She secures it, gets out. Security's really shit with Umbrella. Just awful. Just shooting the fucking... Even if she did know something, she couldn't do fucking shit with it. She's dead, and there's no one else alive to do anything with it. Just kill her. Yeah. It, it, she's tied up, and she still manages to cut off his hand. Yeah, precisely. Cuts off his hand, puts it on the bike, which is so choreographed. Yeah. So clearly about to come up. It's it's not fun to watch, to be honest. Uh, they are learning, I should say, the guards. They don't have helmets on this time. They still die, but they're learning. They're getting there. They're trying. 
different stuff. The two guys on top that end up getting uh, one gets eaten by zombies, one just gets shot and killed. But they do have words as well. They do have uh, actual lines in this play. So yeah, lines of dialogue. So maybe that's, that's uh, why their helmets came off because they were able to speak. So are they clones as well? Do you think? I'd assume so. Everything else has been a fucking clone, so. So that's a model 50 and 49 then? Yeah. And Isaacs is another model. Jesus Christ. They're running out of basic models to shove out here. Oh, he's not a basic model. He's a high class model, I assume, so. <laughs> Imagine needing that much ego that your clone had to be a fucking high class, yeah. non basic model. I'm, I'm happy to say that my, my clone would be fairly basic. Oh, yeah, my fucking would model. Be. Mine doesn't exactly need much chiseling. I, I probably wouldn't even be able to get a clone. <laughs> I don't think your clone would give a shit finding out he was a clone. Yeah, I don't think he would. I think he'd just be like, can I still eat food? Yeah, good. Meaning of life. Meaning of life for a clone. Uh, so, yeah, Alice gets a little handsy, gives us a hand job, and gets on the bike, starts speeding off. I, towards the hive with the clock, she's like seventy miles away. Uh, she finds the giant kind of like leaning tower of junk, basically. This huge roving citadel. Yeah, the pile of shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, which it's a pointless segment, a very pointless segment, because what she should do really, knowing she can destroy the T virus, is go straight for the hive mm-hmm. rather than wasting time in this shit. But it is my favourite segment of the film. The, the whole like siege and everything. Uh, we get Claire Redfield comes back in the form of Ali Lata, who I think you, you said before is probably the best done of the cast in terms of um, yeah. Resident Evil characters coming back. Yeah, uh, if you if you're talking about all the cast that were from the games, I think she does the best job of being her character of being like Claire, because Claire is a, Claire is a badass anyway, but. So, Wesker is shit in this film, or in, in every film and in the games. Yeah. He's an actual competent person. Um, he's a bit arrogant, I know. Yeah, he's a bit arrogant, he and that's usually his downfall, but he's still competent enough to get away with certain things. This this Wesker isn't. Um, and within this, you've got, he takes over the security. The Red Queen obviously tries to um, trick it off him trucks it to try to help Alice through but he takes it over manually which to be honest how much is that really going to do from all I could see in the security it was just sending the dogs which the computer could probably do herself yeah but he even fucked that up because when it came like when it came round to it he was like why is the door still open it was like because you've taken it off fucking automatic response you've you've taken it into your own hands and you should have been like oh I need to close that door because it's open just it's fucking, like, why is the door open to begin with? It, Just close the fucking door. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't... It's like having your window open and then going away for six weeks, coming back and like, oh, my house has been burgled. How has that happened? <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. That's just depressingly stupid. Uh, so uh, he also says um, alert the traitor as well, obviously, during all this, which turns out to be Doc. Which you're never really given any clues to who it is, which is kind of annoying. That I've been rewatching the second time, I was trying to look for it. There's nothing really in there that kind of makes you think, "Oh yeah, he's definitely the traitor." That's the guy. No, he never. He, like, he's, has. If anything, he's overly nice. Is maybe he, the only thing that I could say. 
But even then, he's a doctor. It's literally what he's supposed to do. And it's really simple. You just have like one bit where he takes the lead. And he says, oh yeah, we go down this corridor. Yeah. Or he, he like goes forward and Alice notices that he's the one in front. Yeah. You just have one little slip up to show it. As it stands, I mean, Alice finds out he's the traitor somehow, takes all the bullets out of his gun and says, uh, yeah, he asks, oh, how did you know I was the traitor? She says, well, you're still alive. At no point any of the traps in this would have specifically not gone for him, would have left him out of it. You've got dogs who would eat him, no doubt. You've got a fan, and a fan isn't going to fucking discriminate against him, is it? A fan's not going to go, oh, shit, you're an umbrella employee. Safely go through my fucking winds then. Yeah. He could have died at any point during this. Fucking easily. See, the only... Right, so the only way that you could think of it is his character... Doc is, I think, sleeping with Alice. I think that's what they're trying to heavily imply. They're un- they're they're in a relationship. Yeah, sorry, Claire. Yeah, they're they're in a relationship. Claire and Doc are in a relationship. So why wouldn't the traitor be close to the the head of the society? Maybe, but even then, it's like holy shit. Just there is literally no other like hint that it's him. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, in terms of the actual siege, though, uh, which we just jumped to, and it, yeah, it comes out in a couple stages, kind of preparatory, which is a bit annoying as well, because you don't see what they're actually preparing. You don't get kind of a home alone. Okay, this is what they're doing, so what, what are they going to do with this kind of thing? Um, the siege itself I quite enjoyed, visually, at least. You know, watching everything go down. Uh, script-wise, continuity-wise, it didn't make that much sense. Writing-wise, it was skewiffy. Like, the barrels that they fire off in the catapult were way too fucking accurate. Um, having them hold the line against the zombies in the bottom, which, why? Pointless. You just got fucking girl who couldn't act killed. Uh, and the side characters are hated. All of them across the board. The ones that survive can actually act, to be fair. Um, but the the girl that is killed off, um, the one that isn't Ruby Rose... Hmm. She she was so terrible, so awful. Uh, I genuinely don't remember her, so I she she's like in it for five minutes. I wouldn't expect you to. Yeah, I would. I'll take your word for it. And the guy that begins like saying, "Oh, we should shoot Alice." Why is everyone's fucking first reaction in this world to shoot people when you see them? Just fucking lock them up, do something. Because they're all umbrella them. operatives. I mean, technically, so oh, yeah. so is Alice. So All fucking work for Umbrella. Actually, that's a point. So Alice, Alice's handprint doesn't set off the bike, right? I'm presuming they've relinquished her. But oh, they actually, can't. No, they're they, not that. they can't because her older self, who has the same oh, handprint, fuck. Yeah. is her. So that should have been fine. Yeah, Alice that should have been kind of a that would have been neat. Alice actually. Alice would have just been able to walk up to the bike, go, okay, blip. Oh. How fucking cool would that have been if you'd have put a finger on it and it said, Welcome Alicia. Yeah. And be like, okay, that's a bit weird. Fine. Alice, Alicia, they're probably just fucking with me. And then drive off. Yeah, it'd have been a nice little push. I'd never thought of that. I've technically just thought of it, so <laughs> I'll claim that. <laughs> 
So on to uh, mindless violence and stupidity. Yeah, what did you think of the siege generally? Honestly, that probably the best part of this film. Um, it's it's stupid, but that's kind of what I expect from these films now. But I enjoyed it. It like for the whole idea to sacrifice an entire town by opening the gates for one woman that they're clearly using as bait in front of a horde of like six, seven hundred zombies is a stupid fucking plan. If anything, I know it's going to make me sound like a massive fucking asshole, but if I'm in that ever, ever in that apocalypse situation and I've got a town to protect and I could open the defenses for one person, I'd rather shoot that one person and be like, well, they had a very quick death, so... Instead of yeah. being torn apart by fucking 300 ravaging zombies. And it was let out by Isaac, so clearly there's a trick behind it. Unless Alice thought, oh my god, someone survived in a random house somewhere we didn't fucking find earlier. Yeah. And it's just now getting to us. What a coincidence. They saw my bike drive past and they ran to chase me. Yeah. So through, through all this, we get one of the tanks is destroyed by a barrel coming down that because they've got all the hatches open all the time for some reason. I don't fucking know why. They've got the vents open, they've got the hatches open through a battle with zombies surrounding you. I'd want everything shut most of the time if it were up to me, but hey-ho, each their own. Uh, the barrel's ridiculously accurate as well. Insanely accurate. Just slam at the top in like the fucking hole. It's like a fucking golf ball going into a hole. Is this a catapult? Is that yeah, yeah, the catapult. Yeah, yeah. What else? Oh yeah, we get the flaming tower of junk, which looks incredible. It's like lava sticking down. It's beautiful. It's certainly better than like CGI fucking torches they had in the fourth film. <laughs> they were terrible. They look like um, my my dad's uh, ex girlfriend used to sell these um, static TV images that you'd like put in a videotape, video cassette, and it'd just show a picture of a fire, a fireplace on your TV, or a fish tank. They're fucking terrible. They went out of business, believe it or not. Yeah, I'd imagine. Who's going to fucking buy this? Yeah, it looked like that. Like the fireplaces you get in that shit. Yeah, the, the flaming tower looks incredible in this. Uh, you get other like flaming parts where they push a load of fire into one of the other trucks. Uh, the APVs that they've got, which kind of reminds me of like a, a bull shooting steam out of its nose. As you see all this flame and fire just find the little vent um, shaft pushing its way out. It's uh, illuminating. It's, it's fiery. It's really beautiful stuff. Pyrotech. Uh, I, don't, I think that's about it, though, with that. In terms of stuff I actually enjoyed. I mean, Isaac's obviously gets away. There's the, I do love that. He's shooting the gun at one point when Alice is on the ground trying to deal with him. Hmm. Uh, he's shooting towards her with a gun that's the least fucking accurate thing imaginable. <laughs> this mini gun just goes nowhere. It just misses every fucking time. It's tried twice. And then she gets behind a rock and he immediately goes, Where did she go? Where is she? Like, fucking how old are you, motherfucker? Have you got like the brain of a two year old and not got object permanence yet? She's still behind the rock. You realise when stuff moves out of your sight line, it still exists. Fucking idiot. I don't know how he got away during all this I I genuinely don't understand any like the bad guys in these films I don't know how they do anything because during the film they're extremely incompetent and then it seems like as soon as the lights off and no one's watching 
they become really competent again. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's one of those weird things, like, they're showing us how stupid they are, but they're looking, they're, like, when we look away, they're like, no, no, these guys are really, like, super smart. They've, like, killed the entire planet. These guys are geniuses, but look how stupid they are. I said, it's like narrative dissonance. It just it doesn't make any sense throughout the whole list. They're stupid when they need to be stupid. They're smart when they need to be smart for the script to continue, which in itself is stupid, not smart. Uh, fucking the karate kid who Umbrella have decided to take in as a um, as an employee in the APV tries to fight Alice and gets shot in the chest with a shotgun and survives it. Fucking fair play to him. Do they not get guns standardized? Umbrella operatives in yeah, situations they, like a sidearm. They do, but they're it's like the discount Acme kind of guns. But it's probably <laughs> instead of being Acme, it's probably just umbrella guns. So they probably don't work anyway. Designed by fucking Wesker. Yeah, the same kind of designs that they give to their um, tyrants. They've just got barbed wire around the handles. <laughs> no one can fucking use them. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what the uh, the people that wanted the barbed wire on the giant guy's axes. Maybe they're just like we add barbed wire to everything, every kind of like metal surface that we have. That's um, that's the botched Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, just all the way down the line. That's that's the one that went kind of insane. Just started designing Mad Max fucking toys when they started running out of careers. For security purposes. That's all she did. Uh, so yeah, they they. Destroy the army of the undead that Isaac was bringing with him. The APVs. Not to be fucking pedantic, but there's another army of the undead that starts coming down. That uh, that they, they have looked to through goggles and shit. And they show up in infrared, which they wouldn't. Because infrared picks up heat and these things are dead. Yeah. I suppose I am being pedantic, but... No, I think at this point you have a right to be. Yeah. Uh, how does Isaac get the APV back as well? I've only just realised that. So they drive the APV, right, with the Asian guy on the back being, like, thrust along um, to mop up the rest of the undead. But Isaac gets it back at the end of the film because he's driving down the hill. Do they ever show that? I imagine that he left it there when, basically, um, Alice and everything won. And then when Alice and everyone left, he literally snuck back to the APV or ATV or whatever the fuck it is. And was like, I've got to be very, very quiet. <laughs> Why Elmer Fudd? Because he's shit too. He fails at his mission. To, you know, Fair shoot enough. a rabbit. All he's got to do is fucking shoot a woman. So yeah, after the siege and everything, we've got through one of the main bad guys, really, for the film. And uh, we have to get ready for the quest to enter into the hive to follow down and find the one true cure, which is one of fucking many, based on how Wesker cured Alice earlier. But let's forget about that. Let's ignore that that contradiction. Uh, so gather the red shirts together to die one by fucking one that we couldn't give less of a fuck about and venture into the unknown. As I said, automated fences complete shit. They could have just shut the fucking door and this whole thing would have been over immediately. <laughs> it just turned up at the hive and just be like, oh, they're the Klaus guys are come back tomorrow? No, because uh, they've got a 48-hour time limit. So we mentioned the dogs look shit already. Yeah. For some reason, they're not willing to go into the tunnel, which 
There's nothing in there, really. I didn't get the whole, oh, maybe they're scared of something in here. No, they're not. Like, what in there would they be scared of? Uh, I th- the fan. I think they were try- I think they were trying to be like, oh, that they've fucking programmed them to do certain things. Because there's this weird fucking... At least in the in the films, I don't remember if it's in any of the games, but they have like uh, in the film, uh, like the nemesis has like a fucking a HUD. Like he's a he's a large biological monster. Why the fuck does he need a HUD? Yeah, I it works for him. I, I, I just mean like the I, I think they're trying to be like oh they've got like some like fucking technology that would be like oh these are your limits you can't get past here this is your fucking um, like Skyrim uh, like blank wall that you can't run past. <sighs> Cannot pass this. Yeah. I suppose they'd keep the Umbrella staff safe to be fair who would be just slaughtered abjectly if the dogs got in. Okay that, that makes some sense. It's the whole, there's something, they might be scared of something in here. I think that's what they were trying to imply, and there's nothing in here to be scared of, to be honest. I don't know, they might be scared of wind. <laughs> uh, the fan itself, um, fucking massive for one. <laughs> we they walked through it for a while. I'm not saying that's unrealistic. It's quite cool as well, yeah. to be honest. I, I like a good fan death. It's uh, far faster than you get in a lot of the, Actually, all the deaths in this are quite quick, quite visceral, instant, when they do actually happen. There's nothing that's kind of dragged out overly long. The fans just a kind of quick. That's is it. That satisfying kind of noise. Yeah. Shredded. It's like something's gone into a lawnmower that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with Ruby Rose, who um, I'm kind of just glad they killed her off before she injured herself on set. She's got a fucking terrible track record, and this this set's already a death trap. Yeah. So. Poor girl would have been fucking in pieces if she'd have been in this for another few minutes. Um, I don't know, you know, Batwoman. She's fucking, like, crippled during that twice. Bones broken and shit. For various reasons, sued the company. It was a whole thing. And what, whatever you think about Batwoman, you know, it's appalling conditions either way. Yeah. Uh, most of Red Shirts by this point are dead as well. One of them was killed by dogs. The other one uh, gets his fingers chopped off in the tunnels. And drops to his death, which, again, I can barely watch finger stuff. I hate it. Uh, poor fucking <laughs> way to die as well. Why that exists, exactly, I don't quite know. That there's just a vent that drops stuff down to nothing. I don't know. There's a lot of things here that are like, oh, this would be, that, that would be a good trap for a, like a video. Uh, when you think about it logically, why? Uh, oh, maybe it's one of those. Um, is it the Willy Wonka uh, or Charlie? Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory's kind of like bad egg, fucking system where it goes straight to the furnace. <laughs> for, for employees. Yeah. You're a bad egg. Go, go, jump down the pit. I think there are fucking cheaper ways be to commit to redundancies. Literally be fired. Yeah, but it's umbrella. They spend loads of money on stupid shit every day, apparently. So literally let go. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of fucking other terms now. Uh, discarded. Sacked. Nah, I'm sure there's something else there. Uh, might as well go over like the other um, scene within the 
Hive before we get to Isaacs and everything then as well. The uh, one big monster fight, well, the, the second big monster fight of the film, actually, was obviously we've got the um, pterodactyl tyrant, the bat tyrant, uh, which is kind of like um, a pseudo-licker go-through that kills off... Uh, the guy looks a little bit like Omar Eeps. I don't know the actor's name. I, I couldn't care less at this point. <laughs> it's a fucking liquor. This is six films. It's another thing that's going to die instantly by Alice, like going around and she's going to beat the shit out of it. Yeah, just get on with it. Yeah. On to more uh, fun stuff. Um, what do you think of the plan then? The whole Noah's Ark fucking thing. Oh, the whole um, destroy the earth and then we'll come back and rise and fucking repopulate the earth as rich dickheads because yeah. we're umbrella. Yeah, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. After like two generations, they'll be inbreeding and fucking <laughs> might as well be undead at that point. They'll have to be farming and shit after this. They could have just taken out the world through clones yeah, that, at this point. That's, a, just that, clones. that's another good point. So it's pretty much just the higher-ups of Umbrella, right? The people yeah. that haven't done a single day's manual labour in their fucking life. And they're like, yeah, we'll we'll go back to the surface. Actually, actually, can can anyone cook? Because I usually get my personal chef to do it. Shit. Do we have our personal chef? No, he's he's dead. No, we we. He's a zombie. We only put essential umbrella personnel. Shit. What does umbrella do? We make TVs. Fuck. <laughs> do you know how to make a TV? No. <laughs> We're the fucking boardroom pit. Have you ever seen um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Or not Hitchhiker's Guide, uh, Restaurant the End of the Universe. I think it's in that book. Where um, Earth gets rid of all what they consider the useless jobs. Like the telephone cleaners and the, um, like the ser- some of the people in the service industry. have like They say they're getting free arcs to send off to the new planet. The important people that actually do stuff. The useless fucking telephone cleaners. And then uh, service industry stuff. That's it. And then they'll die of a fucking telephone infection. <laughs> they'll die of an infection from a like, <laughs> used telephone must have sent all the fucking useless people off. That's the kind of vibe I get. Yeah. Like the Umbrella staff are going to die in the most mundane fucking way after this. That's what I mean. They can't keep these places secure for one. No, fucking stupid. I mean, like, even the people that are out like in the real world, the people that have done this kind of stuff, they're still looking for like perishable food or non-perishable food. They're still going like, ah, oh, we'll eat eat a can of peaches. They'll they'll last forever. It'll be fine. Even they're not growing their own food because you've turned the planet into a fucking wasteland. Yeah, they're just fucked. Fucking dildos and they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, it'll be fine. We'll come back onto the surface and repopulate, but they're literally just going to be living out of their lab until they die. They fucking kill each other constantly as well. Oh yeah, they'll like. Oh, you you looked at my shoes, funny dead. Fucking Isaac's in this. He says, "I'll go to the hive." She's not going to Raccoon City. The guy says, "No, my orders to go to Raccoon City." He could have said something. I don't know along the lines of, "I own the company. Go to the fucking hive," rather than shoot him. Okay, that's another fucking guy dead. Yeah. That's another job we're going to have to fucking fill. I hope you're ready to be the fucking custodian. Because you just killed the guy who was meant to fill in that role later in life. Dickhead. Unless they were just gonna use, it's just going to be clones, isn't it? That's the answer. Yeah, it's just going to be clones. Michelle Rodriguez More fucking clones. clones. <laughs> they're gonna, that's why, that's, that's why she, they're training her to be a farmer and shit. 
She's got her own. That's why she's I, called Rain. I like that. Th- I like that we're building our own canon for this these films. <laughs> Rodriguez Stan, yeah. ready and able. That's that's what Umbrella would come up to. Just fucking kingdoms. Just eventual, eventual kingdoms that slowly evolve away from each other. Are different Rodriguez's who can all trace their lineage back to the original Rodriguez. They've got the first batch of clones, the uh, the Alpha. Rodriguez, and then they slowly go down. That's what Umbrella are going to open their fucking doors to one of these days. Rodriguez (laughs) Prime. Just an old woman like Alice sitting in a chair somewhere. Oh, tell me that wouldn't be a better fucking film. It fucking would. I'd watch that shit. I already said I'd watch that shit where every person is a Michelle Rodriguez clone. (laughs) But she's playing it completely straight-faced like a I'm Albert Wesker. Oh, if I ever had the money. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, we we kind of kick off into the final act. There's a lot to... Actually, there's not that much to summarise. It's just a bit stupid. Yeah, at this point, uh, it could be like... We could fly through this in like 10 minutes, but um, let, let's take our time with it because fuck. There's no reason for that. Uh, yeah. Isaacs comes out, the real Isaacs, who's like a cyborg, fucking enhanced yeah, person. Yeah, he, he's like genetically enhanced to be like fucking a better version of Alice, but... No, he's a bit crap. Yeah. Like, um... It's like Wesker, like right. fucking I'm, I'm, one minute he can fight them, the next minute he's being crushed by a door. I'm going to pull out another shitty reference to another shitty like game um, film make kind of thing. Uh, so, have you ever seen Dead or Alive? I've played the games. Right, so there's a film that came out that had Holly Valance in it and fucking the woman from My Name's Earl, I've forgotten her name. Um, yeah, I, I, I've never actually seen that. And but, I, it's a show with Jason Lee, right? My name is Earl. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, there's... Long story short, at the end, the the, the main villain of that film um, gives himself these glasses that lets him read every fucking... Every move that's... Like, if someone goes to kick him in the shin, he sees it before it happens, and he knows, like, the perfect thing to, like, dodge it or parry it or whatever. He's basically... What I'm trying to say is is Dr. Isaacs, the real Dr. Isaacs, not the clone Dr. Isaacs, the real one, has given himself that power. Like premonition. Like like what what point in a real life situation are you dealing with people trying to kick you on a daily basis that that becomes a thing where it's like I'm going to spend millions of dollars just to have that because please I mean, at most, that'd like stop people stepping on my foot occasionally. Yeah, I'd move my foot slowly, like slightly to the left, and have people not step on my toes. But I think that's literally the only real-world application that you could think of for that. Even if I did get into a fight, like some guy's going to punch me in the face, it tells me Spidey Sense style. Oh, he's going to punch you in the face. What the fuck do you want me to do about it? <laughs> I'm not fucking Neo. I'm getting punched. If that guy wants to punch me in the face, I'm getting punched in the face. That's how this is going down. I'm getting the shit kicked out of me. The whole, oh, what you need to do, you need to punch him in the fucking leg in this little tendon you need to do is nerve. No, I fucking can't. I'm going to try that and I'm going to pull a muscle. And then I'm going to be on the, crown yeah. gro- on the ground crying. It gives them the Sherlock Holmes fighting ability, the, the, the 
uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes fighting ability, but without the whole talking my way through it, it's literally just like, I see it happen, I dodge it, fuck you. <laughs> At this point, it seriously feels like two kids on a playground adding powers yeah. and rules to their little game. You ever played toys with another kid and they're like, oh yeah, well mine's got laser eyes. I'm like, motherfucker, we're playing WWE. <laughs> like, you, you know a suplex, you don't have laser eyes. Fuck you. That could be like WWE 2006, the video game. Where they had a helicopter and shit. Those were classics. To be fair, they had... <laughs> WWE, it's always been fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the whole plan, Noah's Ark thing, is pushed out now. Uh, so Alice is actually Elisa. There's old Alicia, um, who was fucking, like, reverse Benjamin Buttoned, turned super old quickly, and there's the Red Queen, which is still creepy as fuck. Yeah, there's three like, generation of Alicia right in front of you. And then, oh no, Alice is a clone of Alicia. So... We knew she was a clone. I know she didn't know she was a clone, but we fucking knew she was a clone throughout this. It's it's fairly like, heavily hinted at. You see her fucking die? I'm certain you see her fucking character die in the first film. Oh no, it's the sister, wasn't it, that got turned into a fucking zombie, I'm thinking of. Sister? Shit. Oh, she had a family and shit and all that? No. No. She she, she was... had a husband, and then yeah. uh, Matt, who had a sister that worked at Umbrella was the one that Alice was selling secrets to. So she was... That's who I'm thinking of. Who died in that one. But she was definitely going to be a clone. I mean, how else was it? Everyone in this fucking franchise is a clone. At this point, fucking clone high. It's ridiculous. Well, you know how you said at the uh, end of the last one that you were going to see count and tally how many times you've said clone. Mm Mm-hmm. And write it down. Technically, because we're doing this again, we have cloned the footage in a sense, and we've doubled yeah. the amount of times we say clone. So I'll just times it by two, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we get from this one, we'll just times it by two. <laughs> but fucking, yeah, so they clone Alice 300 times, so I'm still counting the fucking. They've cloned a clone f- like 300 times in number four. And then they all instantly get killed. I'm yeah. still counting that. So there's 300 or so there. And there's the um, like uh, fucking revolving doors from Monsters, Inc. on a little conveyor belt style Alice clones in the fifth film. Just thousands of fucking them as well. Yeah. God knows how many. It, would, it doesn't matter how many times we say clone, we're still not going to count for every fucking clone in this yeah. Clone Wars franchise. I think there were less clones in Star Wars The Clone Wars <laughs> at this point. I mean, yeah, possibly, because this fucking clones. If, if how does if, a zombie if franchise? If someone dies in this film and they come back, they're like, "Well, that one's obviously a clone." Do you remember when these films were about zombies? I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Maybe two. Two was about <laughs> zombies, and then the rest were just about Umbrella being id. Clones, nothing but fucking clones. <laughs> oh God! Right, um, well, this whole ending sequence is kind of fun. To be fair. Wesker gets his leg crushed because he gets fired off by Alicia, which yeah. is... Um, so, everyone in the room was like, well, we're all employees of Umbrella, so uh, nothing can happen. Like, the Red Queen can't do anything to us. Alright, we fire Wesker. Oh, there we go. 
I guess that means we can kill Wesker, I guess. So they close a door on him. Li- li- if you hand the bin by the door... Yeah, quite literally that, close that, the door on him. It'd be quite anti-climactic if he wasn't next to the door at that point. Yeah. And he just kind of went, okay, I'm fired, so what? Do I lose my benefits? What are you going to do? And then Isaac just goes over and goes, do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> well, they go back and forth as the door's just opening and closing. You're fired, you're hired, you're fired, you're hired, as the door just tries to close on him constantly. <laughs> Although to be uh, fair, I think uh, I think Isaac's is pissed off with Wesker at this point, just like you're shit. It wouldn't be. I mean, he's Wesker at this point. The only way to fucking uh, justify him is if they have some sort of special needs fucking recruitment program where they go to people with learning disabilities and bring them on in. Wesker's durable, but a fucking moron. I'm so in terms of the actual fight as well between uh, Alice and Isaac's. Uh, I quite like the laser grid. That was kind of fun. A fight with the hole in the wall stuff. I don't get why they have random patterns go through the laser grid each time and not just go for the fucking like cheese grater pattern each one. But uh, yeah, the, the laser grid fight was quite a fun where they were jumping about. Could have gone on a bit longer, to be honest, and had some different kind of cool patterns. Had a few, you know, some of their limbs chopped off during it or had their ears clipped, that kind of thing. Um, that would have been kind of fun. But yeah... We just have a kind of generic battle going up on... It kind of looks like, um, you know, uh, Star Wars Episode 3 with uh, Yoda and Emperor Palpatine fighting? Yeah. It looks like that where they're kind of spinning up on a lift shaft. Uh, Alice nearly gets her head crushed because she stares longingly at a fucking oncoming pillar, which is a kind of trope in these films. People like just look at danger and get out at the last minute. Doesn't add tension. Yeah... I, I don't have any kind of excuse for that. The, the, literally, I don't know why every filmmaker seems to... I don't know if they think that means that the character has supernatural reflexes or if they're just really slow at like figuring things out or... I don't know. But for some reason, it's like, oh, every t- every time, the last second, they're just like, oh, we'll move out of the way now. Yeah, it's, just, it's one of those tropes. Fucking hey, uh, and then we get a final ending for the. Why is he the last villain? Surely this should have been Wesker, through not fucking Isaacs. It should have been, but they've already made Wesker look incompetent tw- like fucking four times. So the only person that they haven't killed more than twice is Isaacs. So they must have been like, oh, it's his turn again then. And he gets stabbed by his own clone. Because how else could this franchise end? But. Not with zombies, clones. <laughs> didn't he, didn't he get a grenade put in his pocket as well? Yeah, he survived it though. It was a stabbing that did it. Yeah, which I'm sure a grenade in the pocket w- will absolutely kill someone, probably more than being stabbed once. Yeah, he, he should probably be dead. But but hey ho, I'm I'm gonna have him power. stab himself, and and. He's been able to dodge Alice's kicks and blows and fucking all this, but he's not able to say that he, he a clone version of himself would stab him. Yeah, as I said, selective moronacy, selective idiocy yeah, in these films. It's whatever it needs to be, however stupid they require them being. I suppose that's arrogance, but again, it would have worked better with Wesker, because Wesker's the fucking arrogant one in the franchise. And after we finish this journey, and it has been a journey, arduous, with uh, Alice 
surviving the T-virus being exterminated because it just attacks the T-virus cells, so she is now human, and uh, gaining the memories of Alicia's childhood and then going off to fight monsters in a TV show that was cancelled, thank Christ. Yeah, thank fuck for that. Uh, If I had to watch a fucking TV program about fucking Alice's adventures, then I I would have fucking hanged myself long ago. You know, they could have done that. Um, Because obviously with TV shows, right, you're not going to get the same budget, so you're not going to get the same actors. What they could have done is just have, rather than the actors come through, rather than the clones, have botched clones. (laughs) (laughs) Just like have um, celebrity lookalike websites get there and they're cheaper and just get like botched. They could even be shit actors then. You could like pass it off as they're just morons. I just don't know the intelligence because this is like the fifth generation of clones. See, I've always said if if I want, if I ever had a a choice, I'd rather have Resident Evil, even if it live action, whatever, fucking animated, doesn't matter. But I'd rather have it as an uh, a like a show, like a, a program, because at least the games were always long and detailed. I mean, some of it didn't didn't make sense. Like fucking obviously having like what museums has fucking puzzles to open up a doorway or fucking specialized locks nowhere. But um, to ex- to kind of uh, make it seem longer instead of trying to cram everything into one two hour fucking like session, have it in like a fucking I don't know eight ap- eight episodes of an hour each or forty five minutes or whatever the fuck that. They, they say it is now and then you could possibly tell a decent Resident Evil plotline that way instead of well, if, if I was going to do it yeah that is the perfect way of doing it and um, all I'd add on to that is ignore the meta plot as much as you can which is the problem with these films they, they just incorporated too much of it in I'd say like, um, like the, the fourth game right yeah. if you compacted that you had Leon still, you had Ada, that's fine. But if you compacted that into like, what, like eight episodes, you said, yeah, yeah. of an hour long, that could work. Or like the sixth game, um, or Resident Evil Village, the seventh one, so the seventh game of Resident Evil Village, they could work as like standalone eight episode seasons. Yeah. Literally, literally any of them could be episodic. Like any of the games could have been episodic if you put them into like that kind of thing. But. Because they always have like a, you could always have like a fucking, if you wanted to do like that shit thing where like every episode has a fucking like cliffhanger thing and then the next episode solves it. They could always do that, but uh, for in if you try to make it into a film, you get this kind of cobbled together mess where the director from one film to the next doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, so he's like. Uh, uh, Wesker's a good guy. No shit. No, he wasn't. Fuck. Oh, uh, piss. Well, we'll make him a bad guy again, and we'll hope that everyone forgets that we just did that. Like, <laughs> yeah. So we you have a beginning, middle, and end then defined in sand, which is what you need for Resident Evil kind of yeah. stuff. You want the uh, heroes to come on top, to become victorious in a decent narrative that progresses, as you'd expect. With conclusions and all that, uh, recommendations of the four of the three films. What of so? What ones I'd tell them to watch out of four, five, and six? Yeah, none of them. What watch literally anything else? Uh, watch 
watch one and two and then just be like, oh, that was nice. That was a nice ending for those films. Alice died because she fell out of a helicopter and then they remade <laughs> her and then that that's literally all you need to do. That's fine. So I reckon you might hate me for this, but I think watch the first part of four. Watch four. Watch four through. Four's a fine film. I think, and then maybe five. <laughs> I might recommend five because I've really enjoyed it. The, fir- the first time you don't rewatch them, they get really tedious after, but watch the fourth one. The fourth one's fucking funny. I was laughing my yeah. ass off. So from a Resi fanboy, maybe watch one. Two might upset a few people, a few fanboys, but I enjoyed it because it was like, it, I could take it as like, oh, it's stupid bits of fun. It's fine, and it's nice seeing like the the nemesis and fucking a fake shit Carlos and whatever. But from a person with absolutely no taste, watch four and five yeah. and three, 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 four and five were possibly my favourites. One and two are great. It upsets me. I had fun with it these. Actually, upsets me that that three, four, and five were your favourites. They were, yeah. yeah. Honest to God. What one and two I enjoyed, but four and five I, I quite liked. The set pieces are really nice. Really fun See, stuff. I can happily re- yeah. I can happily rewatch one and two as many times as people want me to, but three, four, five and six I could be like, you you're gonna have to literally kill me to get me to watch those fucking things. You're gonna have to do that like um clockwork orange thing where you fucking like keep my eyes open with that fucking machine and force me to watch it until I love it and even then I'd be like I'm happy to be at the end of all of them now and you don't have to watch any of them ever again I'm happy that I don't have to watch any of the shit ones again uh, I'll, pu- I'll most likely watch the one and two again um, we've still got the, the remake and uh, the animated ones, or the reboot, and it seems like they're trying to. Um, I've already. I'm not going to spoil it. Actually, never mind. I'll just wait till you've watched the reboot too. I fed it. Do you want to say now? News for the podcast. Big stuff. Um. Yeah, we can do. Um. I'm taking a step back, and I'm not going to be on every episode from now on. I. I'll step in for every now and again if 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 I guess if Kieran or you guys want me to, but just with everything that's happening at this point, I just can't justify spending like six hours watching three shitty movies and then spending like seven hours recording for it and then editing it after that and. It gets it gets to be a bit much, and then, until such a time that I uh, clone a Michelle Rodriguez and give her a little bit of a beard, dye her skin a touch, and make a new you out of her. See that that this I'd come a... back and listen to. I'd I'd watch. <laughs> I'd, I'd listen to Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> trying to do an imitation of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're not going anywhere. At least I'm not. You're still fucking stuck with me. Uh, so then. Obviously, we'll grab Steph back for when we do uh, Resident Evil and stuff. There's going to be a new host, co-host, and all this. We're going to keep up the regular stuff, push forward, 
got uh, some more franchises, big franchises to come up, and a few uh, smaller ones. We're going to go a little bit easy. Some films that we actually enjoy for a change, because now Steph's gone, we can actually kind of get out yeah, the stuff we fuck like. Yeah, you for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll make Stefan watch the shit, but when, when we bring someone else, we'll just do good stuff. Yeah, uh, sad day. So, 60 hours of content, you know you've got out now. 64 hours of content. Yeah, w- we've shoved out uh, there. W- technically, I, I, I want to put out on the record, so don't edit this out, but it's been more than that. But we've been shit and we've had technical difficulties, mostly on my end. I mean, I'm. Pfft, uh, no comment. I mean, um, but and at least three other, four, four other episodes that are lost to time. So that's probably eighty hours. Yeah, plus plus eighty-five they're, hours. They're edited. If you, I think you're counting the edited versions. The un, probably, the unedited yeah. versions. It's probably more as well. <laughs> Close to a hundred hours. Yeah, of work through. What an end! And until, as I say, I can get Michelle Rodriguez to go in drag. This is uh, the end of a season. And cheers for, for many time. For the first time at the end of the season. Clock in. Uh, this is uh, goodbye from me. And cheers for listening yeah. along. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>